intro now. <laughs> Take one. Take one. Intro. Take one of these episodes and shove it in your ear hole. Please, and download them anywhere that it's it, it, yeah. it's available everywhere. These. There's no reason for you to not download That's this That's what thing. I hear. There's there. It's on Spotify. But hold on. On Apple Podcasts. On Google Podcasts. Hold on. They already listened to it. Well, no, but they don't have to download it to listen to it. You can stream it on SoundCloud. Oh, do they? We want them to download it? Yeah. Oh. We want them to well, download they don't it. Have, no, they don't have enough bits on their phone. Well, then you can stream it. Google They're bits. already streaming it right now, but we want them to download the episode. Do we get more points we for want downloads? It, we get points for downloads. <laughs> We get points for reviews. So if oh. you're on iTunes, you can leave a review and it makes us look good. You'd be like, these two gentlemen are super handsome. They sound great. <laughs> and then you could also just talk to us, you know, all the time on like Twitter and everything at Random Hero XIX. And at Shad Schubert, S H A D S C H U B E R T. Man, I fucked that up. You really did. And also, check out that guy's website. Try it again. S H A A D S C H U B E R T dot com. Yes. Now. Episode time. Time. Do you keep a, a list of things that just float into your brain and you have to like jot that shit down because you think it's funny? Uh, sometimes. I don't. Not all the time. Have you ever aspired to be a comedian? No. Um, cool. I sometimes I do. I think that I'm funny. Yeah. On a rig. Yeah. On the rig. Yeah. Um, and I do write yeah. down things that I think are funny. You do. And I try to write jokes even from time to time. Really. I I ran one by the other day. By me. Yeah. You and your wife. Did you? Yeah. I remember it was something about trying to read a period piece. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember that. Yeah. 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 Uh, that one wasn't as great. I like. But that. uh, <laughs> but I did uh, the other day. I was like, I was looking at um. Like carabiners, like that you know, like, what? Like the carabiners, like the little things that people clip on their belt loop, and yeah, uh, you name? use for or like as a name. No, just it just as a word, uh, like carabiners. You know when you're rock climbing. You know I'm talking about yeah, carabiner. That's the thing. That's what it's called. Yeah, it's called a carabiner. A carabiner. Yeah, look not just like a hook. No, it's called a carabiner. 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 That sounds like you're being like racist toward Caribbean people. <laughs> Like a carabiner. Yeah, carabiner. That's what that's called? Yeah. The custom carabiner. It's called a carabiner. And then I thought in my head, Pirates of the Carabiner. Yeah. And they just go around stealing people's carabiners. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I like it. Pirates of the Carabiner. If you want to know, though, uh, they can. There's a outdoor product carabiner multi-pack on Amazon for six ninety-six. Oh, that's a great pack. It is five. There's five there. That's that's almost a dollar per carabiner. It is almost, but it's not quite. What about these Sturm? Those those are nice carabiners. Yeah, they got a little uh, a little twisty knot thing on there. They do. Holy shiitake mushrooms. They can come in all colors, so you can get a rainbow assorted pack. Still 11 there. There's 11 of them. 11 for, for $12.99. Still almost a dollar per. Disney. What about it? Conspiracy. Pirates of the Caribbean. Conspiracy theories. Disney. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? What? Uh, are we going to... Are we gonna? We're not even. We're just gonna go like right in no lube, huh? We're going right into it. This is a personals episode, but this we gotta get personals first. We got four. We gotta we check get, this shit out. We gotta get personals before we get personals. Seventeen magazine. Have you heard of it? 
Um, yeah. It's the one for girls. Okay. <laughs> Hey, we're in 2019. I'm a woke motherfucker. It's not just for girls. Sure. But this is 18 insane Disney movie fan theories that'll blow your mind. Number seven will blow your mind. <laughs> Number seven will blow your mom's mind. All right. Tell me about this. Number I'm one. Ready. Boo from Monsters Incorporated is the witch in Brave. I've never seen Brave. Me either. So okay. I don't get this one. <laughs> Number two. We're off to a good start. Emily in Toy Story 2 is actually Andy's mom. I don't know who Emily is. So Jesse had an owner before she was with oh, Andy and all, all Jesse, the girl, Jessie the cowgirl. The girl, cowgirl, yes. The girl, cowgirl. The girl, cowgirl. <laughs> We're doing good. Uh, so she had an owner, Emily, before, but we don't know what Andy's mom's actual name is, and there was a theory that they said that since the Toy Story, Tori, like Woody and all of them are actually like older toys before anyways, they're not necessarily like brand new to this generation of like Andy's you know age group that oh, Emily... Buzz is. Buzzes, yes. That's he's a new toy, like yeah, brand new. He's but, brand new. But, but so I meant like the idea of like a could cow be kind of handy down and stuff. Yeah, yeah. but that's what I meant like the that they said that the potential of uh, Jesse's owner Emily could actually have been Andy's mom. Found like the old toy, gave him to Andy, and like all of a sudden here's Jesse. That's riveting. Isn't that cool? Mind blown. Your mind has been blown. <laughs> so uh, Tarzan's Jane is a descendant of. From Princess Belle. Okay. How do they... Uh... Not only do they look like and oh. love the color yellow, <laughs> okay. but consider this. Um, I want to I wanna protest that Belle's favorite color isn't yellow. She got stuck in it from her captor. Her captor put her in a dress that was yellow. Yeah, but then she ended up liking her captor and the dress eventually. <laughs> I mean, come on. And, and we all know the people who's... Favorite colors are the same are guaranteed to be related. Exactly. I mean, look at R. Kelly whenever he held those girls captive and started peeing on them and stuff like that and beat them senseless. That's the only way they can come now is they have to have pee on them. Mm -hmm. I'm following it. Now you're thinking like I a woke motherfucker. <laughs> the, so the Turk is drumming on a tea set in the movie. Yes. The pot looks suspiciously like Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the Beast. Okay. We can see this in Kingdom Hearts even as well. Whenever you're in what playing through Kingdom Hearts 1 and you go through the Tarzan level and you look at the tea set that there, yeah. looks exactly like the same exact tea set that's from that. Yeah, it's a Disney nod. As well. Yeah, not just a Disney nod, but... They're heirlooms that were passed down. They could have been the from her great-great-grandmother, Belle. Gotcha. Right. So now you're thinking like a conspiracy boy. I gotcha. Elsa and Anna are Rapunzel's cousins. Not only, not only... These girls are from Frozen? The girls from Frozen, yes. Okay. Yes, do you want to build a snowman? Do you want to build a snowman? I didn't ask you seen. I'm just asking the question. Do you want to build a snowman? No, it's too cold. Okay, so we can actually see them in the background of uh, the coronation sequence and stuff like that that's going on. You can see Rapunzel there with uh, fucking Finn Boy. What's oh, yeah? his name? Eugene? Finn yeah, Rider? Eugene, yeah. Uh, so you can see them back there in the background clapping and stuff like that. And then people were saying that since the similarities of the, uh, the nations that are there between like Rapunzel's place and, uh, was it Corona? Yeah. And Arendelle, they think that they're yeah. kind of like brother, sister countries in a way gotcha. and that they actually might be related kind of tied to that as well. I think people are kind of follow back this, through the like. That's the point of a conspiracy theory. Gotcha. Is okay. that you're looking into I'm having it. a hard time with this, but I'm, I can I'm, tell I'll get there. You get there. I'll catch up. You don't have to catch up. I'm not asking you to. I'll, I'll I'm just asking like, you to listen. I'll make like french fries and catch up. Gross. 
the king and queen of Arendal died on their way to Rapunzel's wedding. But get this. The ship that had sunk whenever it died, whenever they died and the ship sunk, that's the ship, the sunken ship for the king and queen of Arendelle that Ariel found under the sea. Whoa. Yeah. That, that shit's crazy. But do you, you know what I mean, though, by yeah. that? So, right. like, the king and queen of Arendelle um, were on their way back home from Rapunzel's wedding in uh, Tangled mm-hmm. after that had happened. And then that would be the reason why uh, Anna and Elsa's parents have been deceased. They died in a ship crash. You know that they died in a ship crash. So... That is, that is common knowledge. But now we also have the theory that uh, the ship that we have seen in the... Like the... Sequence where she's got the fucking fork and shit. She's inside their ship. There's there could be dead parents in that ship. Guarantee there's dead parents. Ba- yeah, but I mean, isn't that Absolutely. kind of nuts? The, another theory: the king and queen actually survived the wreck. They They're Tarzan's die. parents, which would make Anna and Elsa Tarzan siblings. They crashed. They they the ship wrecked. They landed, washed up on the shore of the fucking jungle area, and then they are actually the parents <laughs> of Tarzan. That is their younger brother. Next. <laughs> Aladdin takes place in the far future. <laughs> okay. Have you seen this? Have you heard about it? Have you heard of Jesus? <laughs> Why can't it just have happened? Because, as I'm about to read to you from 17's article... The genie complains that 10,000 years would really give you such a crick in the neck. But he also makes all these modern pop references like Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonations, Jack Nicholson impersonations. That's true. These are all things that could have happened hundreds and thousands of years ago in the past. And now we're just in this post-apocalyptic future that's reset and it's just like old school Saudi Arabia Agrabah place. Yeah. And then that's uh, that's how he knows all those references. The, technically, he's doing old references, not future references. You know what I mean? What's to say that he can't just go into the future? What's to say that Aladdin never happened at all? <laughs> <laughs> There's always the possibility that the entire story was completely fabricated by the salesman in the opening scene so that you buy a fucking lamp. That makes sense. Gasp. That's the most realistic of any of these so far. <laughs> I know. But we're only We're moving nine. on. Carl dies at the beginning of Up. I don't remember what Up is. Up is the movie where Carl old is man. an old man's alive. Carl's an old man. Carl is the old man. Okay, he's not the and young then, and Boy the, Scout. The, no, he's not. Um, so this so is everything is jealous is just like his... Will you shut up and let me read? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to read Seventeen Magazine to you. <laughs> and it's going to smell like rotten garlic, I bet. <laughs> Spoilers for anybody <laughs> listening to last week's episode. This is still, still current. <laughs> so the first few minutes of Up are a harsh dose of reality. Yeah. We need to box the tissues just thinking about it because yeah. his wife dies and it's super fucking sad. It gets sad. me hot and I start coming. Gross. And I need a tissue. It is really it is really sad though. I, that, that movie makes me upset. Um, so it's weird that the rest of the movie is filled with all these magical elements like flying houses, the talking dog. One possibility. Carl actually passed away. The night before he was taken to Shady Oaks, and the movie is follows his journey into the afterlife. Do you think that's a possibility? Could be. Do you think it could be? Could. It, yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. 
Incredibles. The Violet and Dash were also once super newborn. That one's boring. That, that kind of makes sense. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm done with that. that, that like, I would assume that Jack-Jack at some point in time is going to get one ability. He's going like, to calm down. You know I mean? yeah. He's yeah. not going to be this Figure out what it's going to end thing, up yeah. being. Ariel's mom was in Peter Pan and was murdered by Captain Hook. Okay. Disney's no stranger to Easter eggs. <clears throat> oh, because there are mermaids in Peter Pan. There are. The mermaids in Peter oh, Pan may not be super memorable, but there is one mermaid that sticks out more than the rest, a young redhead who bears a striking resemblance to another famous Disney mermaid. Yeah. Maybe not just a nod after all. Uh-huh. I'm popping my fucking collar. <laughs> this is my, what I do whenever I'm in fucking noir mode. <laughs> I'm noir Spider-Man now. You are. Ariel's mother and the Little Mermaid. In Ariel's beginning, we learn that her name is Athena. Yeah, and, and she didn't have a name in Peter Pan. She so didn't, yeah. The mermaid's never think... named, meaning that her name could easily have been Athena. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> it's also revealed that Athena was killed by pirates, oh. and that mermaid in Peter Pan has less than a cordial relationship with Captain Hook and his pirates. Could Hook have been the one that killed his her mom? Yes. King Tri- Queen Athena, King Trident mom lady. I like this one. The Little Mermaids, Ariel, and Hercules are cousins. I don't know about that. Well, I mean, that makes sense. We're talking about Athena here, okay? We're talking about King Trident. We're talking about Poseidon. We're talking about Ariel's grandfather. Yeah, it's just Greek gods at this point. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> Nemo didn't survive the attack that killed his mother and siblings. Finding Nemo opens, arguably, as one of the saddest Disney scenes of all time. Mal- Marlin's wife, Coral... And all their eggs are attacked by a ferocious fish, leaving Nemo and Marlin the only ones to survive. If you thought that scene was sad, then this theory is going to absolutely break your heart. Some fans believe that Nemo never survived the attack. The movie's just an allegory for Marlin dealing with the stages of grief. Evidence? Denial. Not wanting Nemo to go to school. Anger. Yelling at Nemo when he swims out way too far. Bargaining his entire journey across the ocean. Despair. Seeing Nemo flush down the drain, acceptance, the alarms finally let go of the past. Are you crying yet? Are you sad because of that one? Well, this is going to be even more sad. Sven's <laughs> mom was killed by ice harvesters, and Kristoff's wearing her pelt. Who's Kristoff? Uh, you're the Frozen people. You played Kingdom Hearts 3, right? Yeah, but I still don't know who Kristoff is. That's Kristoff. No, that's Sven. That's Sven. How is how is Kristoff wearing? Baby Sven is never seen with a mother reindeer, leaving many to believe that she's been slain by so, other ice harvesters, and her pelt was given to baby Kristoff to help keep him warm, meaning that Kristoff's been wearing the fur from his best friend's mom this whole time. That's jacked up if that's true. That is so true. That's why <laughs> we call so it true. conspiracy theories. <laughs> Number 16. Tarzan is Frozen's Anna and Elsa's little brother. I said that earlier. Did. Why did they redo it on the list? Nobody knows. The scene from The Emperor's New Groove is actually the scene of brutal human murder. I don't know. I've never watched that movie. We're going to skip it. Inside Out's Bing Bong. Who's Bing Bong? I don't know. Is actually a monster from Monsters, Inc. Sure. Who's Bing Bong? Uh... Bing Bong sacrifice. Oh, himself. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the he's the imaginary friend monster that's in Inside Out, um, inside the person's mind or whatever. They see that that makes sense to me because I had actually heard that before. Because whenever you first see that guy, the monster in the thing, and since it's another Pixar movie, you're just like, oh shit, he really does look just like a monster <laughs> from the Monster Sinks world. So, 
to uh, cool. Uh, the, the, the one about Tarzan being the brother of Elsa, I agree. They didn't need to say it again. And if I was 17 magazine, why wouldn't I just make every list to 17? I know. That's Instead of being like 18 like things, I'd be like, no, do 17 because everything should be, the I feel like should be all over because the of the, because of the way that they've tried to similarly like interconnect a lot of Pixar worlds, yeah, um, with those like subtle nods and stuff like sure, that. Yeah. Even though it's not really, and they always did that theory. with the other ones too, yeah. with like original Disney movies. Sure, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I feel like obviously it's not that they're necessarily tied together, really, but um, <laughs> I feel like if any of them does does have legs, it's like the ties between um, Rapunzel to Elsa and Anna. Um, I feel like that one probably really could be like one you that could, might yeah. be exist like as a as a real thing. Um, maybe the Tarzan thing. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I I feel like the under the sea thing, like with the ship crashing and that being the thing, the boat that's tied to there. I think that just as a theory in general is like a really cool. Sure. Like a really cool theory to kind yeah. of just the. Because you can sink any boat and say it's that boat. True. But that's what I'm saying. Like this, like the first time that you're really thinking, like in a Disney story proper, where you're like, "Oh, that's actually that's his canon." Like, there's actually a boat now that's in this sea, that's in this region where she's supposed to be at. I told Mandy whenever I was talking about thinking about bringing this up on the podcast, I had said, "Wouldn't it be really cool if I was like, what? Where is Eric from? And is he a prince from Little Mermaid?" And she said, "Yes, he's Prince Eric." And I was like, "I don't remember them saying that he was a prince for whatever reason. I didn't. I didn't it doesn't know. stick out very strong but to it me. Definitely is, so. But at the same time, I was just like, it'd be really cool if they tried to like, yes, you see the ship that's from there. But if Eric is like." Elsa or Anna's like great grandson or some shit or like that, and that's like how they kind of tied that into something. I like got you. he that that's actually like Arendelle in the summer or something like that, and that's where she actually like whenever she gets legs in the movie and she's up on there and she's dancing with Eric and stuff. Uh-huh. That's actually like in Arendelle at that point in time in the movie. That'd be really kind of cool. Yeah, if that was a a way to tie things together. But obviously, one we'll of never the, know. One of the realistic ones is definitely the the fact that Ariel's mom was killed by Hook. Like, that mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. It seems like they could have hinted, nudge, nudged at that yeah. when they actually wrote that into the storyline of Ariel's beginning. Yeah. Even. And, the, uh, I, and as su- stupid as it does sound, the Aladdin thing not being real. That would be kind of cool. That's kind of funny. It was almost just yeah. like like somebody has like the, the <clears throat> Thousand and One Nights by like the Saudi Arabian tale, and he just read a story to kind of help just try to make it. a sale. Yeah, absolutely. How have you been? Been doing great. I have a, a conspiracy to tie on to your conspiracies. <gasps> oh, no. Evidently, there's a conspiracy that Chuck E. Cheese is recycling their pizza. Recycling their pizza? Yeah, like, you know, they got a pizza buffet. And when people throw it away, they just put it back on the buffet. <laughs> like, they put it in the trash and then they just pick it up and they put it back on the thing? Yeah. Leftover pizza, they just recycle it. That's gross. Um, I hate that theory. They deny it. Oh, of course. Why would you not? <laughs> Who is going to say yes? <laughs> That's true. Um, I just thought that you'd like that. I did. Um, I've been good. I've been uh, busy with consuming medias, actually. Um, I've been trying to take it a little easy on the work side of life. and uh, been trying to consume. And, uh, and boy, 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 have I consumed. So have you done anything interesting, or do you want to just dive right into the personal stuff? Um, I did a couple interesting things. Well, tell me about your interesting things. Um, I bought a laptop. A laptop? A laptop. Like, there's a dog. Yeah. And he's got a top of him. Are you sure it's not like a laboratory? Like the roof of a laboratory? Laboratory. 
I tried to be Dexter, but that I heard work. that. <laughs> Do it one more time. <laughs> a little louder for the mic. <laughs> Laboratory. How's Dexter talk? Didi, what are you doing? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Say laboratory. Laboratory. I don't know. I can't do it either. It's hard. It I is. don't know why. I guess I got to hear it. Because uh, we're not professional voice actors. But uh, I think I, I, I think um, I'm putting the laptop as... Lap. <laughs> <laughs> the laptop <laughs> as... You say, it sounds like whenever you say stuff, there's certain words that are like laptop. <laughs> like... Whenever people say, whenever they make it a point to say, buried. <laughs> yeah. Instead of like, I buried him down there by the beat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it almost makes you sound like a pretentious fucking dick. Whenever you say like, oh, I'm going to sit inside of McDonald's and mess around on my laptop. <laughs> yes. But if I say laptop. Yeah. It, sounds it just sounds so sloppy. It's casual. It's, it sounds so sloppy, though. It's casual. <laughs> What are um, other words that are like that? But sometimes you put your you it's it's not a laptop for your lap. I use it for like the top of my lab. Like when I'm like I'm working in the science lab and I need to work on the computer, it's a laptop. Okay. I get you. <laughs> but I, I it's a laptop. Nine phrases that make you sound like a laptop. Dick. Uh but I definitely uh I went to the University of Life. I don't think this is what you were intending. I really have a good judge of character. <laughs> I don't think this is what you're intending. You realize with. that sandwich you're eating is 500 calories. This doesn't make you sound like a dick. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I said that earlier. Does that make me sound like an asshole? I knew it. I don't even remember <laughs> you saying it. I used to be like that. Yeah. I'm not a scientist or nothing, but I reckon. Especially <laughs> when you say, I reckon. Not now. Now I'm not racist, but I've said that before. <laughs> I've done that one, which makes me sound like I'm about. You know, I'm about to say something racist. I know if I'm you're really meant to. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely You're trying to, to say, cover your ass. I'm, I'm about to say something about like, like those Orientals <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. might have been getting ready to say that. I might have been able to. Um, but I, I am. I'm saying. I'm blaming the purchase of the laptop. On uh, why I've been able to consume so much media because I've been working on my computer while I'm sitting on the couch with the computer on my lap and uh, consuming medias. Uh, so that's been pretty cool. I'm excited to be a laptop owner again. Uh, what? <laughs> you like, found the word? No, I just said words like buried in laptop. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out other things that are like that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then I did uh, have a run-in with the uh, the five O this police? past weekend. Yeah, you got pulled over. I uh, did. You did? Nah. You got. You were drunk driving. I was. I no. Um, you were like I was drunk. <laughs> I, I was drunk, <laughs> but I wasn't. I wasn't driving. Huh? No. I, uh, no. I was playing Pokemon Go. And. <laughs> 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 and uh, there was a, a gym I needed to beat in the parking lot at uh, John A. Logan College. Yeah. And, and they uh, told you to get out I was not in a parking spot. I was just uh, kind of hovering where I could reach. Was it the 5-0 or was it Campus Police? It was Campus Police. Oh. No. Uh, Did you throw he, your carboner at them? <laughs> as, I, as he started to pull up, I went and drive, but I saw that he was kind of slowing down with his window, so I rolled uh -oh. my window down, and he goes, you all right? And I was like, yeah, I'm doing all right, and... Uh, I said, yeah, everything's good. He goes, 
He goes, you need help or anything? So no. And he goes, he said, uh, he said, you playing Pokemon Go? Thirty <laughs> 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 year old adult. I was like, yeah. <laughs> he already fucking knew. <laughs> this is not his ro- first rodeo at no. all. In fact, he goes, that's cool. He goes, no big deal. He said, actually, he goes, I hear that uh, there's some stops up by the over here in this area too. If you need to go check those out, I was like. All right, cool. Nice. <laughs> so um, that was entertaining. I can't say that I've had to admit to a uh, um, an officer of any kind of thing. That of your I've, Pokemon going? I was playing Pokemon My Go. My Pokemon going's on. Yes. Um, so that was fun. I uh, I started running again. Nice. River to River uh, Relay is less than two months away. Who's and all on, the, on that team? Because I'm, on my team, yeah, usually. Um, it's is there people nobody, that I know? No, no, no. Okay. It's all people I work with. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. All people I, I work with. It was funny so. because out at uh, out at Continental, they're doing a team now. Oh, are they really? Yeah, to be part of like that. So it's combating like, with, the, with Jay's team. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> well, not really. I didn't, I don't know if that's really indirectly tied to it or not. Because that isn't like a corporate or business. Don't they have their own like? You get set? a different bracket. I mean, yeah. everybody like there's the overall, of course, right? But then yeah, there's a corporate, which we've never been able. My company's team has never been able to qualify because uh, we don't have a hundred percent like corporate. Right. Or not everybody's part of the company because uh, we can never really get that many runners that are part of it. But uh, I've always wanted to. Yeah, being kind of the head of the team and running it, I'd, I've always wanted to. Have one that. of the runners that we had had is she works out there as like a quality engineer or something. She's she works like exclusively day shift. She makes a lot of good money, but she uh, she's now on their team. Oh, cool! Because they asked her to be, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. There's quite a few really good runners that are actually out there though. They didn't ask you. <laughs> they probably already knew that he had his. Uh, yeah, I think that they probably already knew or would yeah. have seen that he already had his stuff. I don't think he would have... I don't know if he would have done it, honestly. Yeah. If he would have given up doing the, the wabbit stuff enough. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Seems like he likes it. Yeah. Likes having the wabbits around. But yeah, been running. Um, it's been cold, uh, but just trying to run, get get to training on that. Uh, my knees feel like they're going to fall off half the time, but yeah. whatever. Um, and then uh, just uh, I, I shot some archery this past weekend. Nice. Uh, monthly shoot. With pops, with old grand pops, yeah, nice, yeah. It was a, it was a good time. I sucked at it. Um, I'm hoping that if I ever need to use my archery skills, it's for like a really big fucking target, and <laughs> it's got a lot of kill spots on it. Um, no, I don't. I don't shoot for anything but just the to super, shoot targets. Super zombie deer, the ones yes. that get really big. They have to be really big zombie deer for me to be able, able to even hit them. I've always said that if I've ever tried to go out on like any kind of a range to do anything, I would like to try to do archery. I think it'd be fun to try at some point because I've never done it before, ever. Yeah. Um, and then I always wanted to learn just to shoot like a pistol. I don't not, not necessarily like a shotgun or any kind of a big rifle or anything. Handgun though. Right? Yeah, just handgun. Just gotcha. something to just to kind of learn how to do. I don't necessarily want to carry either. I just want to learn how to do it. If, I go to a range. If and... the need ever were to arise, I could be like, oh shit, I'm gonna pick up this gun and not just pretend like I know what I'm doing because I've played a video game. That makes sense. <laughs> like pow 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 pow. I do feel like, honestly, though... You can go to a range and just not, use somebody's gun, right? Like, you can just... I think so. I think you could you just, have to do, buy just a practice with something that they have there. Yeah. Um, just like a standard issue, whatever, that yeah. they would have. Um, AK. No, I don't think... I don't want to shoot a rifle. <laughs> is that what that is? <laughs> yeah. That's like a fully automatic rifle. <laughs> um, 
No, I, I think that would be cool to learn just in that. I think, I think I've got decent hand-eye coordination that I would, might be pretty decent at shooting something. I see. But really, I've never done it. I, I think know. I've, I've shot a bow and arrow once, but it was... I, I really didn't know what I was doing. Nobody was trying to instruct me and show me how to do what I'm doing. And I would really probably need that because I'm just kind of like, I'm just going to pull it back and hope for the best Yeah, kind of a thing. I would rather like somebody be like, this is the way you should really hold it. Don't mm-hmm. hold this too close to your face because then you'll just like cut It'll yourself you. or something. Yeah, You know, just some shit like that. That would be good pointers. <laughs> Absolutely. And then uh, the other thing is I'm, I'm trying out a, a new diet of... Uh, non-acidy foods to try to figure out if uh figure out what's going on i got like a weird uh not like a stomach problem i got a discomfort uh that's happened for like probably the last four or five months and mm-hmm. uh trying to rule out some things trying to take away acidy so let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> mine's not painfully though it's not mine like... doesn't get painful until it's like right here and obviously they ruled out like the whole gallbladder stuff and everything but it's like my upper abdomen, it really gets wrecked, and it's... It's because you're doing all those crunches and shit. Like it you, is not. I'm working the, on that. I am the least out-of-shape person. <laughs> the least out-of-shape. I'm, I'm all 220 pounds of my male. Um, um, but no, no, no. I mean, it's, it's, there's certain foods that trigger it for me, which is really weird that I... Because I, there are, like, acidy foods do it to me, obviously, okay. because I have to have, like... A, it's not Nexium. It's a... It's a medicine that's kind of like Nexium that I'm on on a regular called basis. Called Dexium. I don't remember what it's called, honestly, off the top of my head. I, it's in my medicine cabinet. I could go get it, but I'm lazy. Yeah. Um, we already talked about that. I'm fat. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's why I was surprised because you told me you had like the garlic pizza and stuff on your way here, and garlic's like one of the trigger things for me. Really? If I eat a lot of garlic at once, because we had, what was it? We had garlic naan with like a garlic. Uh, butter no garlic naan that I had had that we used and dipped into a, a garlic hummus and that evening because I had that for like a lunch and then that evening for dinner we had something that had like it was like a pasta that had even more garlic in it it was just like I basically had had garlic all day long it's coming out of your pores. and it was just like fucking tanked my stomach <laughs> to the point where I was just like Ugh, like all evening and I was just like surprised I was just like garlic doesn't do that to you because I is it it's not acidy in any way, shape, or form, really? No, I don't think so. I know it's good for you, or it can I'm, be good for you. Yeah, but if you eat that much garlic at any at any kind of weight, maybe that's what the Is problem is. It's, like, like, it's, it's like if I just if I was like, I really want some orange juice today, and I drank 12 bottles of orange juice, it might hurt me, too. <laughs> so it might be that you had like 12 <laughs> cloves of garlic over the period of two meals. <laughs> yeah, that might be it. Uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm trying to see what, like, staying away from, like, tomatoes... And like other acidy foods, tomatoes. Um, That's another dickish way to say tomatoes. That. Yeah, potatoes, potatoes. Let's call the whole thing off. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the other? Uh, trying to stay away from like peanut butters have like a, lots of oils. Oils or, are or acidic or acidic foods. That might be the proper way to say it. Yeah, acidy. I typed in acidy even. <laughs> That's what I said. Acidity. Um, I'm working on staying away from like fried stuff. Obviously, we'll go with grains that. are high acid. I guess they can be. Yeah, really. Yeah. I don't think of I don't think of grains. I don't think of I'm me- sure not as like a whole body of grains. Like there's got to be like certain ones that are okay. Like quinoa is not a oh, an acid. quinoa. <laughs> it's not like an acidy grain, right? Um, but uh, also staying away. I'm cutting coffee right now. Yeah, uh, but I don't add coffee until. Uh, yesterday I actually made my first cup of coffee coffee that I've had in 
probably three or four weeks, honestly. It's been a while since I've had some. I drink two cups every morning, one cup in the afternoon, religiously. You're, you're a coffee boy. Like, it is It is black, straight up, mm-hmm. like, just the way I like it. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm drinking, I'm replacing it with green tea. So I've got my caffeine fixed still. Yeah. Um, it's been good. I like the green tea. I've you only been doing it for like two days. Honey but. in it or anything? Or is it just um, green tea? Honey's okay. I don't, I don't like the honey every time. It's a good treat. You ever mochi? With the honey. A mochi? Mochi. Like the little ice creams? Yeah. Like mochis. That's the green tea. Oh, green it can be, yeah. Yeah. But there's mochis that are like mango, and there's mm-hmm. mochis of everything. I like the green tea ones. I don't know about that. It's good. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm that's I'm trying it out, trying to see, up in my protein, trying to like get a, oh, a nice like, oh, healthy body. Yeah, washboard on those fucking things. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna be crazy. I'm uh, I'm trying to get prepped for my my next tattoo. I think I'm gonna get. Yeah, but I gotta get like a nice bod for it. Yeah, I'm gonna get another titty tat. Like a big fucking penis on your chest no i'm gonna to go with the with the flying, flying pig, pig i'm gonna get the jackalope on the you're gonna get side. the jackalope on my you're other you're gonna boob. go full ifnz everywhere yeah nice. i think just on my boobs though your breasts yeah i think i'm, I'm gonna your do breasts like a tell stories instead of having like i've got ifnz on the pig there i think uh-huh. i'm gonna do the upside like the mirrored image of ifnz on the on the jackalope Ah, cool. Like, it'll be like a, a backwards Prisoner Z. Me. Yeah, and so it'll look like it's just like a, a mirrored version of it. I like mirrors. Yeah, uh, but that's what's up with me right now. Cool. Trying to trying to be a healthy boy. Cool. What about you? What you put up to, my um, friend? I've been up to all the non-healthy things of being <laughs> super sick. Um, so, I think I talked about it the last time. I was starting to get kind of sickly, and Betty was sick. But yeah. really, kind of like fucking shit hit the fan we didn't have like the flu we get we all got tested me and mandy or not mandy didn't but me and betty both got tested for like flu and she got tested for that svd or whatever like the kids can get um like a bad upper respiratory disease and stuff sars i don't know what it was we'll call it sars for fun (laughs) um she doesn't have it she didn't have sars she didn't have the flu either it was just a really bad cold but it's like the cold that's going around like, stays in your system for, like, upwards of, like, three weeks to a month. Oh. Like, three, four weeks it can last. And I'm still, like, finally coming off of it. I'm uh, feeling a lot better for sure, but I'm still taking medicine on a regular basis to try and get it flushed out of my system the rest of the way. Um, SARS is a, a severe acute respiratory syndrome. Right. That's not what she had. She didn't have any of that. It was a cold. Did she have that mouse hepatitis virus? I hope not. She's cute like a little mouse, though. <laughs> um, I got a cold for a bit. Did you? I didn't work on Monday. You but, didn't? Yeah, I was just feeling like cruddy. It was just kind of like... And Monday was President's Day anyways, wasn't it? Were you even open? Yeah, we're open for that. We don't close for all those silly holidays. I don't know. Neither does a plant, but I didn't know what you guys are hours no, We got like five holidays if we're lucky. Yeah. Ours is like that, too. Um... We're not, not government. It was workers. it was worse whenever it was a Verizon. And we worked like every holiday except for three. Um, the only holiday I need is my birthday. The only holiday I need is Billy Holiday. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, honestly, though, we haven't That's really good. been doing too much. We've just been kind of thinking about different ideas where we want to go potentially on vacation. I've got my time that was approved for April, so Rhett and Link show was definitely a go. Um we're either going to go to zoo or the Comic-Con afterwards nice. uh, on Saturday for sure. So we still haven't really decided, decided. I, I think probably more towards the Comic-Con now because we found out 
there might be several groups of other people that we know that are going there. I think cool. Sadie might go there with Cody. Um, and I don't know if you guys go, we might be there too. Yeah. Uh, if my mom can't go with us to watch Betty, then uh, we might have a couple of Mandy's cousins go with us, and then they would go to the con with us too. Kissing cousins? Kissing cousins? No. They're, yeah. not, the, they're not that friendly. They're not like us. Um, <laughs> uh, and then... That's cool. We talked about Plus, trying never... to figure out where we're going to go. We talked about kicking around the idea because Mandy's got... Uh, we have a family friend that's in Georgia. She works down there as a... Uh, she does casting directing for uh, a lot of CW shows. Um, now, what's the... Which one is... They already did Originals. They did Vampire Diaries. It's The Legacy. Is the oh, new I was one. like, I don't know yeah, any of this she, she does. She's worked on it since the Originals. Because the Vampire Diaries was like wrapping up whenever that show was out. I see. The originals was out. She was casting director on there, and then now they're doing the legacy shows. But she works down there in Georgia where they film all that stuff. And the she's been like she's like right by the set of for like Walking Dead. She's been on Walking Dead too. Cool. Um, as like a zombie on like two different parts in different seasons and yeah. stuff too. But uh, we talked about going down there because there's so much different stuff to see. Um, we walk the sets and stuff like that too yeah. for uh, for Walking Dead and see. The what's the what's what was the name of the town in season three? Woodbury. Woodbury is that it? Something with the governor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you can go that 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 whole township area, like the main like walkaway area that's there, like in that where the the downtown is for that thing, is all like right there, and it's all real shops and shit and stuff too. So you can walk around down in there, and they have some of the stuff from set pieces and stuff still staying there. Um, so we talked about maybe going there and kind of touring a little bit because... Have you guys ever been down to do that before? Uh, she has, Mandy has before. She went down there and, and kind of toured around a little bit on some of the stuff, but I never got to go. Yeah, you should um, do that. that but we would go cool. to take Betty and stuff and our plants shut down for a week in July. Oh, right At one on. point in time, so that would be like my vacation period. But if we don't go there, we talked about doing a couple of other different things, but we're kind of just tossing around different ideas for vacation stuff right now. So if you guys have anything that's cool from southern illinois area or around about this area or fun vacation things you do tell me on twitter and i'll uh we'll consider it even if it's uh even if it's cool like going on the moon i think you should just agree to do it like don't consider it just say whatever you guys suggest i'll do it yeah whatever you suggest i'm going to do it yeah so give me a suggestion yeah that's it the worst what's the worst that could happen uh i could think of a big number of things <laughs> Uh, let's talk about some games. What have you been playing lately? You know exactly what I played. I know one game you've played. I've played multiple games. I didn't play anything else. I mm. I played and finished a game. You finished it? Yes. Did you get your secret ending? Yes, I did. How was it? It's wonderful. Was it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm into it. Cool. Finish Kingdom Hearts 3. If anybody wasn't paying attention, picking up, hasn't listened to the last 10 episodes, <laughs> finish Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, this past week. Cool. It's uh, It's good. I'm uh, super pumped, ready for the next chapter um, in whatever it will end up being. I've got my theories as to how it'll go. I've uh, read up on what other people think. And, uh, <laughs> uh, so I didn't finish it yet. I'm like a little over halfway through the game now, but I do know how it ends. It got spoiled for me. Oh, really? That yeah. sucks. So I know I know what the secret ending is. I know pretty much what ends. Um 
I don't know. I guess we could do a spoiler thing if you want to talk about any of it a little I, bit right I, now. You know, I'd love to talk about it. If you so a uh, little bit of a spoiler warning. Probably give us maybe like five, ten minutes if you want to jump ahead and you're not finished with Kingdom Hearts 3 or you're interested. We'll be talking about that for the next five, ten minutes. And then we'll uh, we'll pop back in and we'll talk about some other games that I've been playing. Yeah. Um, but I'll talk about my Kingdom Hearts 3 segment here too as well. But go cool. ahead and talk about how you felt about the ending. So the ending is... Uh, you know, you you get the the ending ending, which is you know just that we beat the bad guys. Everybody so is, is sort of dead. No, because somebody said that he like like at the end, whenever the him and Kyrie are back on Destiny Island or whatever. Yeah, like she gives him the popo fruit or whatever. Yeah, and then he like fucking Thanos disappears into dust or some shit. So that's but there's a secret ending, right? And I know what the secret ending is. And that he's still around in there, but at the same time, I'm like, but it, I mean, did he die? I don't know if he was. <laughs> I my thought is that he's not actually at that party. He's not on Destiny Island. Okay, he's not even there at all whatsoever. Uh, she's sitting there with a memory of him because he saved her and had to sacrifice himself to go on another journey in order to save her and return. Uh, so I don't Kyrie know, to Destiny Island. I don't know a lot of the other key points that happened at this point in time. Did we get another body for Roxas? Does that happen? We did get a body for Roxas. So is he like incomplete now? Kind Everybody of a thing? gets a body. Everybody has a body. Everybody has a body. If you think they got a body, or if they didn't have a body before now, they got a body now. Okay. Roxas has a body. Yeah. Namine has a body. Zion or Zion or yeah, whatever. Shion has a body. Zion. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody got a body. Body for so, everyone. So the hearts are out, and all that's left in Sora is Sora. Um, except for at some point they mentioned that he had three hearts. Uh, besides his and his body. How? And they mentioned who? that in the game. Like, at the very beginning of the game, they mentioned right. that he has three hearts. Sora and So, we Roxas. have Ventus. Right. We have Roxas. Yes. You have Sora, but there were three besides his. Right. So, they never actually say what that third one is. Because Shion didn't have a heart inside his body, as far as I know. So, where was Shion at? Shion wasn't actually... It's not in Kyrie. She wasn't. She didn't have. Isn't that how that she unspurred from birth or however you want to from well, anyways? Right. She's like logically, she doesn't have a heart. Right. She's. I mean, she was a nobody to begin right. with, and she was actually just a a replicate of of Roxas's nobody. Right. And was just siphoning memories from from Roxas and from Sora. So the fact that she's a, a living, breathing human being is a little. Weird. Unsure. And maybe she isn't. Maybe she's still a nobody. I don't know. Uh, but I don't. Th- I think that there's another heart in there that has yet to been discovered. So why does Why does Lee say, call me Axel? I think because everybody's like, nobody's hopping on board. There's a lot of a lot to this game that is it like... It almost makes it seem like, I'm still a bad boy. <laughs> call me Axel. I think there's a lot to this game that's like listening to the fans and just kind of making fun of the decisions that they tried to make that didn't stick. Like, the let your heart be your guiding key and the way that they fit that in there. The fact that Lee is like, just call me Axel. is like, nobody really liked the idea that his name was Lee when he became a full person. So we fought... A somebody. So we fought Xehanort proper. Old man Xehanort. Old man Xehanort. He's gone. He is... Gone, yeah. Yeah, so we, yes. we, we did our part. Yeah, He's but dead. young Xehanort went back to his time. Right. As well as all the others. Sure. To do whatever damage they do. So we know that young Xehanort could always still come back and be an old Xehanort Let's again. talk about secret movie. 
the world that they're in is that supposed to be the world from the fucking Toy Story place? Uh, the world that Sora is in is the world that is the the was it the world that world ends with you? That's what I thought. That's what it is because it looks like Shibuya. That's Shibuya proper. Like it looks like Tokyo. Yeah, but it's it's the the number on the building indicates that it's the world ends with you version of it instead of the actual because the numbers different on that big building. I guess, yeah, but. That Yora, Yazora, or whatever his name is, there. But that's not where Sora's at. That's where Riku's at. I thought that was the both places that I thought they were both there in the same place. I don't know if they're in the exact same place. I thought that they were. I thought that was supposed to be the same place from what okay. I heard. So from what I read, they're in two. Riku's in a different world. So is what I'm getting so at Riku's here. So whenever they show Yazora, yes, is he like supposed to be a? Uh, organization member now? No, I mean I think that Yazora or whatever his name is is his self, but then the person they show in the cloak has been potentially been presumed as the master of masters, right? Which but is doesn't, the head doesn't of, Yazora had a cloak on as well too in the cutscene? I, I thought so. he did. I thought that I thought they just showed his face. Like they showed his face, but he didn't have like a hood on. I thought he was wearing an um, organization cloak. I though. can't remember. I only saw it the one time. But there was another person there that was hooded completely. And that's been presumed to be the Master, Master of Masters, Masters. Just because there's nobody else that's been revealed to be... Like, everyone else that's been wearing a cloak has been shown. So it's like, why hide that person right. if it's not the Master of Masters? Um, so uh, that would be cool. Because it definitely seems like everything is going towards... You know, the way that young Xehanort and young Ericus end their chess game and he goes I got another one to play and it's the seven against the one is is indicating Sora being the one versus the seven from the original like the the uh, the the um, leaders of the like Union Cross uh-huh. along with Lushu and the Master of Masters would be the seven because there's five leaders five of them in the of the guys. Union yeah. and then and then those other two so that's what that I guess is supposed to indicate. So Master of Masters makes sense to be in there potentially because so we don't know who Master of Masters is. Let's talk about is. this though. The fact that we have a world ends with you. That is a Square Enix proper property. Yes. Not Final Fantasy, but just the fact that we have another square world that we could potentially be in and that character from the world ends with you maybe be somewhere in this thing. Yeah. Makes me super excited for the fact that Maybe we could get that as that that could be like a DLC that we see, and then maybe I think it's a whole game. You know what I mean? Though, but maybe like future DLC that we see down the road. I think it's a full game. I think that's four. I don't know. I think that I don't think we're seeing a DLC. I don't think we're seeing a DLC for this game. I think it's a. I think we're gonna we potentially get a a middle game of some sort, whether it be mobile or handheld, in some way that they tie in, kind of building up the leaders and tying them in a little bit more predominantly the leaders of the unions um, to where they become the next like setting up the, this bad guy thing going on. And then potentially maybe we see more square Enix titles as our worlds in maybe a cage four, you know, do we see more, not, not, not that we're not going to use final fantasy in there, but you know, like you said with, with uh, Yamora saying that he's not really interested in playing with Final Fantasy as much going forward, which I think is a total just a, a tease and just to like get people stirred up. He's using them again, I guarantee yeah. it. 
Uh, but you know, do we see him pulling from other Square Enix games and that being a 50-50? I just don't know what they would end up doing, though. Because, what I mean, other the titles world, do they have? The world have ends with you of... very much so is very reminiscent of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Whenever it came out, it's, it's very reminiscent of, to me, kind of chains of memory in that sense. I got you. Not necessarily full on gameplay-wise, but just the, the it came out around the same time frame. Um, if you were looking at other Square Enix properties, yeah. you could get like uh, Secret of Mana. You could get that would be uh, cool. Chrono Cross uh, or Chrono Trigger. I meant um, near Automa. Uh, I don't know if we would do near or not. You don't think? I don't know. As badass as those characters are, they are. But I don't see that mixing well with with Sora. Honestly, I think if they go dark, like it seems like they could go darker. You know the way that they built that world. I don't know, man. I just don't. You see, don't see it. I don't see it happening. I I don't. I don't think they're going to completely give up on Disney shit either, honestly. I mean, oh, I don't think so. I said like 50 50. Yeah, I, I, I see. Like, give it that. I, it might not be DLC, but maybe we'll get like a 3.5. I don't think we're going to get. We're, we're not going to wait another 13 years for another full on video game, but. Oh, I don't we're know. not. Yeah, we're not waiting that long for a four, I don't think. Is that what you're saying? Like a four? Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I don't, but that's the other thing too, though. From what I've gathered and from everything that they've seen, this game's pretty short. <clears throat> honestly, um, it was. I mean, I put in right under forty. I think by the time I got done, and I didn't do any of the major quests, right, like outside what, of. That's what I'm getting at, though. I mean, I mean, like it just seems in, in generally, it's it's not only is it a shorter game, it just seems like it is a very easy game as well, too. That's what a lot of people are saying. Yeah. Um, I didn't have. I'm not having any difficulty with it. I've died a few times, but it's just on some of the bosses and me not playing yeah. like the way that I should. I'm also not looking for a game to to last forever because it's too hard. Um, in no, my and, and like, it doesn't have to be difficult to actually make it better, in my opinion, or for yeah. it to make it last longer. That that doesn't necessarily equal longevity. I just meant like story wise and content wise. There's so much that's leading up to this moment. And I get that they've come across with this story and they've told it pretty well. Yeah. But at the same time, I felt like this is probably something that they, I don't know. It just seems like they spent a lot of time on something that I felt like might have been a little longer and not necessarily should have been, but I, I thought it would have been longer from what everybody's told me. They've made it in like 30 to 40 hours. But it's about the same length as any other Kingdom Hearts game, right? I mean, I, I just replaying all of them. There wasn't one game that I spent more than forty hours on. I guess I don't know. It just seems like the way that, the way that it was hyped up to be with the epic scope and scale of everything that we've kind of come to anticipate, with this title, you know, coming out and us being looking forward to it so much, it just seems like it's kind of already come and went. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, I'm I I beat it already, so that makes complete sense. And but I, I, you could easily put sixty to seventy hours into hundred. Excuse me, hundred percent. Um, I mean, with all of the side quests. And yeah, the, other games the side and... side quests are one thing. The the leveling up to level ninety nine. I've already seen that people can do that in under an hour after you beat the game. Uh, sure, that's, yeah. that's, that's just, it's like apparently stupid easy to get up to ninety nine. And once you get to ninety nine, going back and doing a lot of the side quest stuff makes it kind of easy mode, yeah. few and far in between to kind of wrap things up. I, I just, I mean. I'm not disappointed. I love this game, and I don't want people to get the wrong impression because I really do like it. It's just one of those things. It's almost like it's it leaves me thinking after everything's said and done that it's like one of those games. It's like leaving you with bated breath, kind of a thing. Whenever you anticipated this being this huge culmination of story, 
that's going to end and just be done. Not that I didn't think they would ever make more Kingdom Hearts, but I figured that story-wise it was going to wrap up a little bit more than what it had versus just getting rid of it. We got rid of the organization in Xehanort, and that's basically it. But I mean, wasn't that really what we were trying to achieve and everybody's together except for Sora? Yeah. I mean, we we brought everybody home. All of our troops are home except for our hero, which, I mean, that kind of makes sense for everything. And I don't know, I felt, I felt like it was a pretty good ending to it all. I guess. You seem a little bummed about it. A little bit. You are. I am. I'm sad for you. That's okay, though. I mean, it's... I think it's because you got it spoiled for you. Probably. I think if you got to finish it on your own terms without knowing about anything that was happening on the back end, you might feel better about this. Maybe. I think that, that that has a lot to do with it. Fuck the internet. Yeah, the internet did ruin a lot of things. Uh, but still listen to the radio on the internet called uh, podcasts, especially IFNZ podcast. I also played games. Tell me about the other Kingdom games. Hearts. We talked about it last episode a little bit, but Apex Legends. I played it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have played it. Uh, How was it? The Battle Royale experience from Respawn Entertainment that dropped on us... <laughs> seemingly overnight like a hot mess like a hot semen uh this is the best battle royale game i've ever played out of all the battle royale games that have come out so far really it is fucking fun as shit it is class-based like overwatch in a way which Mm -hmm. you know i like overwatch quite a bit i don't usually play it anymore but um it's got cowboys and uh astronauts what i don't know i always mess up that one um continue (laughs) uh but it has class-based uh, character selection. Uh, there are only eight characters, six of which are free. Two of them that you can actually pay for to unlock if you want to. You don't have to, though. game is completely 100% free. Um, just like Fortnite or, you know, what are the other ones that have come out? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the Radical Heights was another one that came out, too, that was a free one as well. Um Regardless, this this one's really really good. It's really well put together. I like I like having the class based things where everybody has a specific power up kind of a thing. You have a a passive power up that you can use, and then you have a one big like super that you can use depending on what character you have. Uh, we'll throw out one for example. Uh, there's a character named Bangalore. She's this uh, mercenary chick. Um, her big special that she has is she can do like this air raid kind of a thing where you can kind of pinpoint within a so far of a distance just kind of like a big missile launch that will drop it takes the whole point of it is that it does massive damage can kill a lot of people in that area but your area is kind of restricted to a small area um, you can only do it so far away from where you're at and it does take time for that raid to kind of come in and hit. So it is timed even though it is a pretty devastating attack. I see. Um, her passive ability is that she has like this smoke screen. She's got this like missile launcher thing that's on her wrist. She'll shoot out and it makes this big huge smoke screen which a lot of games whenever they do smoke screen it's kind of stupid because it's just like oh, oh it's just kind of inconvenient to kind of run around this thing. This smoke is like fucking so thick that you cannot see through it. Like it's like it, the, they just made it to where you fucking can't see if you're in it. Um, even you as the character that laid the smoke screen, just don't run in it because you can't see anything that's going on in there. Wow. Um, but each character has their own specials. There's a character that's actually uh, a robot that's from Titanfall. His name's Pathfinder. Um, he's got a uh, grappling hook ability that he uses. I think his other one is like a healing ability type thing. Um, there's another healer chick too that lays out this like pod thing that if you or any of your team members are near it has this like hose that kind of attaches to you and heals your character while you're in like a close vicinity of it. 
Um, but it's cool having something that's class-based like that. The weapons are like stupid, crazy fun. Um, the time getting in and out of a match, which is always a big, huge issue with me for Battle Royale games, like especially with PUBG. Um, you spend like 20, 30 minutes getting all your weapons, getting your pieces attached to your weapons and stuff and doing uh. something, and then you get killed. And then you have to wait like another basically like 10 minutes for you to get into another game with another 100 people. The response time on this, like if you get killed and your squad's down and you want to get back in a game, it's like fucking you're back in the game. You pick your character, you're good to go. You guys drop out. Does that have a lot more to do with just the number of people that are playing? or To a certain extent, but it's just the amount of polish that's done on this. I mean, the company that made PUBG, Blue Hole, those guys... I hate that name. You hate that name, yeah. They're from Korea. (laughs) Okay. Um, So those guys, it's not that they don't have like money and stuff and tied into it now. And the game has come quite... Quite a ways from where it was whenever it first started. I mean, don't get me wrong, PUBG's definitely a lot more polished experience now. But it still it still has its issues. It still has a lot of bugs and stuff like that that happens. But this game is just so super polished and it's such a really good experience. It's teams of teams of three. You can't do single solo like That's you right, would do. So it's always teams of three regardless. Um, you can play by yourself, but it will te- pair you up with another two people. Yeah. The cool thing about this one is... Um, and I played in, by myself getting into the game um, just with a random two squad members. The way that it has a call-out system that's incorporated with the game, the way that it does it is really, really smart. So I don't even have to wear a headset or talk to these people whenever I'm playing. Yeah. You know, I choose to whenever I'm playing with friends like, you know, like Dallas or whoever because I want to and I want to do the call-outs and stuff. But if I'm going to play by myself, I don't have to do that because the way they have this call-out system is really cool. So... Um, if you're playing with a controller on Xbox or on your PC or whatever, I'm, I'm, whenever I played on PC, I even used controller. I didn't use mouse and keyboard. Um, there's a command that basically you hit the bumper once on a specific item. If you if I've already picked up like armor for my character, like a blue like a level like a blue level armor, mm-hmm. and there's another blue level armor there, and I can see on the menu that my other guys only have the white level armor, like the basic armor. So I want to make sure that they see that. I tap the bumper while I'm looking at that with the reticle. The character in game will say it and marks it for the other people. Will say blue armor here, level two armor. Oh, okay. And they'll hear it, they'll see it, they can run to it, put it on, and say thanks, or yeah. whatever. Um, and then if there's enemies around, and I'm like like scoping through the range, I can double tap that bumper, and it'll pinpoint those enemies too, and let them know. Like, enemies in the far field, about 500 yards out. Oh, cool. And it'll like let them know. So it's just really cool how they integrated that into a system to where I'm just like, I don't even have to fucking be social and try to talk to people or anything. I could play the game and do really well still, and just do these call-outs because that's all you really need to do anyways. Gotcha. Um, well, that's cool. The map's cool. I think it's 60 teams? No, not 60 teams. 60 players. Um, so it's not 100 players. That might be another reason why there's a certain level of polish because there's a 40 less players that you have to worry about. They have about. to worry about getting on that. So time. you've got 60 players on a map, teams of three, lots of different places to drop. Um, there's a drop ship that drops really good weapons. And there's a lot of times where people like try to navigate their way down toward the drop ship and stuff like that. We usually always, anytime I'm playing with the other guys or something like that, we'll try to find meets to go to a place that's like a little less maybe off the beaten path so we don't have to go right out the gate like trying to fight somebody when we're trying to like scramble for a weapon because you drop with nothing. Sure. Um, so that way it's easier for us to kind of navigate everything and since I'm just starting out, I don't know all the weapons, I don't know everything, but I found some stuff that I really do like gear-wise so I know what to kind of look for whenever I'm starting to hop into play um i went ahead and used it was like 
they gave me from EA Access like a thousand of the coins or whatever that you would buy. V-Bucks. No, well, not V-Bucks. Whatever it is on this. I think it's, they're just calling like <laughs> Apex coins or something like that. Yeah. Um, it gives you a thousand if you're a member on EA Access, which I was. So it gave me a thousand in which I was able to get one of the characters with, and then I went ahead and paid ten bucks to get the other one. Cause I've, you got dance. I've, huh? You there's no emotes it. in this one. I don't like oh. the emotes anyway. No dancing? I think it's stupid. Yeah, it's dumb. Darn um, it. But that's Apex Legends. Honestly, it's it's the most polished Battle Royale experience. The fact that it's free still blows my mind. They are going to do things like what they do with Fortnite, like battle passes and stuff like that eventually. Yeah. They're going to wait a few months before they start <clears throat> incorporating things like that. But there's six characters to play with. You can get all the guns and stuff like that. There's nothing locked behind a paywall that you can't really get enjoyment out of the game from if you just were wanting to pick it up to play. Yeah. And it's on everything, so you can get it on EA for, uh, Access on PC or Origin of it on PC. Um, it's on Xbox, PS4. I, I would assume if it gets popular enough, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't come to Switch. It, it's Graphically, I think that the Switch okay. could handle it's achievable. it too. Yeah. So I could see it coming to that push. That would be kind of cool to be able to take a Switch with you and play that game on the go. Yeah. Same thing with like Fortnite, but... Um, last night, um, after I played a little bit of Apex, I played a few other games though too. Yeah, a little bit. Um, played some Rocket League. I like me some Rocket League. You like the Rocket League? I like Rocket League. Uh, I've played it quite a bit before in the past, but uh, I haven't played it in a while. And apparently, um, Buddy Keith said that they started over a new season. I was like, cool. Let's hop on there and I'll check it out. So I got gotten my fucking 1989 Batmobile. Yeah, the one from the original Batman. That's my vehicle. I uh-huh. have a choice on there. And uh, played some fucking Rocket League. Played a couple of different game types that I've never played before on there. There's one that gives you like random abilities every ten seconds. Oh wow! Like uh, like Mario Kart style in a way. Like mm-hmm. one's like a looks like a punching like a punch like a boxing glove kind of thing with like yeah. a spring attached to it. So if you're like behind the ball um, and you're kind of close to the thing, you can hit the trigger and it'll like punch like reach out, punch it, and hit it. Uh, there's one that looks like spikes and your car grows spikes and you can just run into the ball and it sticks. You don't have to hit it anymore. It just sticks on there and you have it on there for like five or 10 seconds and try to just run into the goal if you can. That's cool. Um, there's one that's like a tornado. You can just throw a tornado out and it'll like try and suck up some yeah. of the other enemies and stuff. So it was a really cool, unique game type. I didn't even know exists on Rocket League, but that was really fun to kind of get into and I play. played a couple of times. I suck at it. I really do suck at it too, but it's it's still just so much. You have a good time with it. Stupid fun. It's just it's all that it's, Yeah, it's, it's nothing but a good time whenever you hop into it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the free games that we talked about on uh, Games with Gold was Super Bomberman R. That was a yeah. Switch title came mm-hmm. out on there. Um, played that for a little bit last night with Keith too. Uh, did some uh, multiplayer. Um, Is it just standard like? Is it typical Bomberman? Like the multiplayer, start out in four corners, and you kind of yeah. The multiplayer was basically just Bomberman, gotcha. standard Bomberman. From what I've gathered, there is like a story mode that kind of ties in with oh, yeah. like regular Bomberman style like gameplay like that, but it has a story to it too. And this version gives you all of the DLC that's ever came out for it, mm-hmm. um, including since it's the Microsoft version of it. Um, whenever I first loaded up the game, it was like you've got this character, you got this character, and you had to hit a like I had to hit a like fifty times. Holy shit. Um, Bunch of different versions, alternate skins of the other Bombermen that are already on there and bomber women, I guess. But uh, some of the characters they had are from Konami games, so there's like Castlevania characters on there. That's neat. Um, you could play Snake or Naked Snake from uh, Metal Gear Solid, yeah. and that one's voiced by David Hayter too. The guy that does the voice for Solid Snake. So huh. whenever he drops in there, he's just like, "Let's go." Um, Master Chiefs on there. <laughs> wow. And the Arbiter, other characters from like Halo, Gears of War characters and stuff. Since it's on the Microsoft version of it. 
Um, so I thought that was really cool that they've incorporated that much into this game. Yeah, that's a lot. We tried to do, there's a Grand Prix mode that's on there too. So you can do like 2v2 multiplayer, 3v3 multiplayer. And I tried to do like me and Keith on a team and we're just going to play against some other people on different matches online. Yeah. Uh, fucking nobody was online. <laughs> so we tried to like start up a match and I kept starting up a lobby looking for other matches online for me and him. We couldn't find a single soul. So that's we ended funny. up just playing against each other a few different times and kind of put it down i was just like yeah it's Bomberman. if you like Bomberman, you'll like this game because yeah. it's it's more of the same i love Bomberman, but i can't play it for a long time it's not a good game you get to play like for a long you time. play like three or four rounds and you're like yep that's Bomberman. i'll yep. visit you again in 10 years <laughs> yeah that's exactly what this is um the fact that it's free uh is definitely an appeal if you like Bomberman enough to want to buy a title i it's cool that it came out on switch i mean that's awesome but if you have an Xbox, it's free right now. So just download it and just be like, "Hey, I have Bomberman. I'll play it for a little bit and then you know play it again yeah. in another five years." It's a it's a memory of going, "Yep, that that's that game." And it's, I'm glad that it is free on those services because there is a Bomberman game on the PS Now. Yeah, um, and I hopped on there and I played it not too long ago and was like, "Yeah, yeah, more of the same." <laughs> the last one I want to talk about, um, Crackdown Three came out. Crackdown for. Uh, for Xbox One, it's a Microsoft exclusive title. Nice. Always is a Microsoft title. It's a Microsoft game. Uh-huh. Uh, this game looks and plays like Crackdown 2. That was on Xbox 360. That's not a good thing. It's not. Um, they spent years making this game. This wow. game has Terry Crews in it. Um, that's a thing. Like a whole, like him, like, it um, looks like Terry animated Cruz. Terry Crews. It looks Cruz. like Terry Crews. Um, so, started off doing co-op with this with Dallas. Um, he had already played it for a couple of hours so his character as in the, in the whole point of this game is that as an agency person um in the crackdown universe your character is a member of the agency like a special elite unit almost kind of like robocopy-esque yeah. um you go throughout the world whenever you fight people like punch people and stuff like that you get strength orbs from killing people um with like melee combat and stuff like that um whenever you do gun combat you get like a like an arms orbs thing and the more orbs that you consume the more powerful your character gets and you have like a level meter that's on the side for each of these specific things there's like driving orbs there's agility orbs which means like how fast you sprint move jump high mm-hmm. um and uh the more orbs and stuff you get the higher the level you get the bigger your character even gets like even like taller and stuff mm. like that too so uh he's played for like two hours so he was like big terry cruz and i was little terry cruz um so that's like that's what you are you're terry cruz like this whole like you are terry cruz he's he's got a character name his name's like jackson or something like but that. but like you are like he like he's it the looks actor like terry in a cruz. movie yeah he looks like terry cruz and he <laughs> acts like terry cruz does he's like come on wow yeah, like terry cruz um but he uh so it's, it's so <laughs> shitty um i love crackdown one that game was awesome. The fact that the only reason a lot of people bought Crackdown 1 whenever it first came out on Xbox 360 was because that game came with a disc for Halo 3's beta. So you could get to play Halo 3 earlier if you bought a copy of Crackdown. That was the trade-off. But when people actually played Crackdown... Game that might be shitty. 
But people bought Crackdown, they played it, and they was like, holy shit, this is actually kind of fun. Like, actually traversing the city, powering up, like, the better, like the more agility orbs you get, the higher you can jump and stuff, to the point to where eventually, once you collected, like, majority of the orbs, you're, like, literally jumping over fucking buildings and stuff. That's cool. So it's really cool, like, the scope and scale of the city itself, jumping over the buildings, climbing up all these buildings and stuff, and, and all the crazy over-the-top shit that you can eventually do, is really fun. Um, Crackdown 2 was kind of more of the same, but it just wasn't as good. It didn't feel as good as 1 did to me for some reason. I don't know if it was the story-wise. The story's not really that important to me, um, but it just it wasn't as good. This is kind of more of the same of 2. I see. But I would have expected a little bit of a level of polish coming from the fact that it's been... It's been like seven or eight years since we've seen a Crackdown game at this point. It's on Xbox One. They've delayed this game over and over and over again because they've been trying to like, we're going to polish it. Now we're going to add Terry Crews as a main character that you can play as. Um, <coughs> and we're nope, we need to polish it more. Like they've been saying Crackdown 3 is going to come out for the past like three summers at E3. Oh. And we've been anticipating this. And this is the final time that's come out. And it's basically looks and acts just like Crackdown 2 to the point where whenever I've picked up like a fucking enemy or something like that and tried to throw it across the map, you could see it fucking lag and glitch and shit like while it's done. Wow. Just not even doing anything like crazy on the map. We're just picking up something and tossing it. Yeah. And it fucking lags and glitches everywhere. Hmm. It's just, uh, it seems like a very broken mess and I don't know that they're going to go back and try and patch some of this stuff. I think they're just kind of like, it's out and it's done. But, Here's the thing, and this is what I told Dallas last night whenever I was thinking about it. I was like, so what What are, what's Microsoft doing? This is my, my thing that I presented to him. He goes, uh, what do you mean? And I was like, so this is the fifth game in the last like year and a half that they've released as a Microsoft Studios exclusive. This is a Microsoft game. Yeah. We've presented you Gears of War 4. We've gave you uh, Sea of Thieves. I've talked about this a little bit before in the mm-hmm. past. Now, now the crackdowns out. I was like a little bit hopeful, and I'm kind of like this pretty shitty version of this game. Um, so, like, what does Microsoft have to offer? Yeah. Like, their console is powerful, and it's a great place to play third party titles. Yeah. But if your first party titles are absolute shit, and the only reason I'm here is to keep it for a Halo game eventually that might come out, yeah. I can play every other game that's on this console on a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. PlayStation has games that I care about and want to play more. Yeah. Um, their exclusives are yeah, their way better. Their exclusives are way better. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, what is keeping me from you know not yeah. have, like having this console in the first place? Definitely. The only reason I would want to have it and keep it is for Halo Infinite down the road. He was like, well, Gears was good. And I was like, Gears was okay. Gears 4 was okay. It wasn't my favorite by any yeah. means. I liked 1 and 2 a lot more. He was like, oh, I thought Gears 4 was good. And I was like, yeah, it was good. We'll say it was good. That's fine. That's one title that came out in the last two years. Now, let's look at PlayStation, okay? Let's look at all the stuff they had come out last year. Just alone last year. Yeah. Let's look at Nintendo. What is Microsoft fucking doing? Yeah. This is just garbage. And Uh I don't understand how they... How they're able to just like keep going with everything that's going on. It just kind of bugs me because I love Microsoft and I'm going to keep the console, obviously. But there's no reason for me to just keep picking it up and playing it. If all the guys that I play online with were like, hey, we all got PlayStations and we're going to start playing on PlayStation. I'd be like, cool, I'm going to box this bitch up and just play my PlayStation only because there's no point in me having this. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's, you said it's a great video streamer. 
Yeah, it is. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's got, the, especially Scorpio or the Xbox One X, it's, it's, it's impressive hardware. Yeah. It's more powerful than the PS4 yeah. Pro, hands down. There's no con- contest with that. Like, graphically, it's way more impressive and sure. it handles things a lot easier and better. But, I mean, that's, that's what's got going for it. Yeah. And graphically wise, it's, it's a great better. DVD player. Yeah, but I mean, like that's it can play the Xbox One X can play Ultra Blu-ray discs. It can play everything in 4K, and it does it all really well. Yeah, but I mean, that's not a reason to pay five hundred dollars for something. No, my PS4 can stream 4K. Yeah, I mean, what the hell? Yeah. Anyway, definitely. I've rambled on enough about that. Tell me about your TV and movies. Before I do that, <gasps> I'm sorry. Uh, no, you're fine. I uh, I I forgot to bring this up. We we're talking about Kingdom Hearts three, not to beat uh, a dead horse on things. Um, one, this interview I, I read of Nomura's that he did, uh, after the game release is pretty good. Uh, I like it, but did you, he refers to it and I've seen in a couple of different places, they had a, a name for this series of games is the Dark Seeker Chronicles. On what game? On the Kingdom Hearts games are the Dark Seeker Chronicles. Dark Seeker Chronicles. Like this storyline from one to three. Is Dark Front to Seeker. back is the Dark Seeker Chronicles. Is that because of Xehanort? Like he's the Dark Seeker? I guess unquote? so. Like I he's, guess. he's Seeker of Darkness. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. I thought I'd bring it up. Just because I had never heard of that phrase up until like this game coming out. I don't understand. Aren't these people... Well, I guess this is going back into Kingdom Hearts talk again. So <laughs> I'm sorry to people if we talk about more spoileriness. It's, but, it's um, fine. So it's fine for them. from the people okay. from Union Cross, like the actual people from the unions and stuff. Yeah. Are they bad people? Um, they aren't inherently bad. They are inherently human, though, and they are this essentially. Is, that's what I don't get because I'm like f- people say like the master of masters and all these have, people are they supposed to be evil? Have you watched the back cover movie? No. Um, the back cover movie gives a good a, a good kind of sense of what these people are. Uh, the master of masters is over. Six people, one of them being Lushu, uh, and he, he gives, and then the five union leaders. He gives them all a mission. They're not to tell anybody else what their mission is, and they're out to stick to their mission. Right. And that's kind of what their job is as union leaders. Lushu's job is to keep that, that uh, chest um, a moving for some reason. They still don't cover it by the end of that game. They tell you who Lushu is, but that's about so it. So the chest is... So whatever's in the chest is super important. So. It, it's still super important. Okay. Um, and Maleficent somehow is still alive. And Maleficent's still looking for that bitch. Uh, she saw it. Uh, she saw it by the end of the game. She sees the, the chest, but she doesn't get to touch it. Um, but so then the union leaders, all aside from Lushu, are given these missions to do certain parts with their unions. And some of it is a little like the master of masters is kind of pitting them against each other by the inherent nature of humans more than anything. It's like, I can't tell you about this, but I'm going to suspect that you're doing this because I don't know what your actual mission is. And so they're all kind of start to start getting at each other. And so they all kind of show a little bit of darkness through that. And it's more, more human than anybody else in the series, I would say. Like, the union leaders do things not for inherent evil or for inherent good. It's because they're trying to do what they think is best, which is just what humans typically do. Right. Um, So, but by the end of Kingdom Hearts 3, there is something that happens with the union leaders and Lushu that leads you to believe that maybe it could go a dark way. 
that there could be some some negative. Because you said like a, the next game would be seven on one, like yeah, Sora's to take on all of these people that are his like basically predecessors or whatever. Potentially, yeah. That's a whist. That's messed up. It could be. You know what I mean, though. It like as a just a story wise, that's kind of messed up. Well, yeah, and especially if they really do how fucking cool would it be though just as just theorizing uh-huh. as Sora to like the only way that he can finally defeat them is if he uses the X blade or the the key key, key blade the key blade yeah well I mean X the, the X Kai is, blade the key blade is technically what it's supposed I to be I want to call it the Kai blade so blad because that's like so blad so blad because that's how you pronounce that that Greek letter is Kai, not yeah. Key. Why can't we just call it the Kai Blade <laughs> instead of the Key? But it would be cool. Like that's like his thing. Like the only way he could defeat the people he is has he, to create. He's, it he's, again. The, he's the Key Blade, the the Key Blade wielder kind of a thing. Yeah, that would and be that's cool. how he like can defeat the Master Masters or something like that. I I would like if they figured out how to tie in video games as the themes instead of like like this was primarily like uh, uh, Pixar worlds and yes. so like the next game would be primarily like video game worlds. Like if we see the video game that was in Toy Story and we see the world that ends with you and like it's all kind of tied to video gaming kind of things. Yeah. Like that would be kind of cool. Yeah. To be like a video game inside no, a bunch of video saying, games. That's what I was saying before too though. Like not just Radiant Gardens in general but I think it would be cool to visit the different realms of yeah. uh, Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like to go to like Midgard yeah. and see or Midgar. I think it's not Midgard. That would be a different place. Midgar. Where uh, Final Fantasy VII Is takes seven? place. What's and, the tin? Uh, uh, tin Zanarkand, Zanarkand. That whole area. That that country. I just think it'd be cool to like, yeah. be like, it's the land of Zanarkand. And that's what I meant. Like, it would be really dope just to have like fucking Sora be there and like, him be like, Oren! And he'd be like, you have to help me defeat Sin. Yeah. Yeah, these <laughs> that things, would be cool. Those shit. things would be cool. And yeah. I think they could pull it off, especially if they kind of tied it in. If they found like Disney games to tie in. Yeah, like if you did a like a power, what's the the power of whatever is the paintbrush game, uh, with Mickey, like Epic Mickey, Epic Mickey. That's yeah. what I was thinking of. The second one's called The Power of Two, isn't it? That's yeah, what I was some, something like that. <laughs> yeah. But like, how do you tie like how do you tie in video game Disney? Like you kind of yeah can play that into there as well as like all the other stuff would be killer. Uh, but yeah, that's that's. So I don't know what if Dark Seeker is are these first like nine games. What is the what is the next set I don't know. of them going to be called? But it's, it's weird that they, like, at the tail end, like, we're going to call this the Dark Seeker Chronicles because we're going to keep it going. So we're going to call these this. This is the Dark Seeker Chronicles. This is, like, the Master of Master Saga type yeah, thing or whatever. Yeah, and I don't think we're going to get a... Mom. Uh, Swore's mom. Yeah, we're going to get the mom. Uh, I don't that would be kind of cool, though, still. I don't think we're going to get uh, the Sora, like, being the teacher... And never, uh, of others quite yet because it seems like they don't they're not ready to put him on the shelf uh though i thought that they were probably going to go that direction next was like they were just going to no, be no, like How can back, he be a back, by the end does he get his um, thing i like his ability what the waking power of waking i guess it's kind of like you basically are just like you leveled up all the way again good job buddy no now like, go fight bad guys the power of waking's real like real stupid spoiler for like five seconds one two three power of waking's like they're like when you when it's time you'll know it's time and it'll just start happening and it does like, okay <laughs> like it doesn't even get to a point it's just like uh he's just like oh shit like you need to wake up ventus now you have the power of waking because like you reached deep down and said, I know how to awaken people. 
Okay. It was kind of weak sauce. All right, back off spoilers. Tell me about your TVs and movies. So, TV and movies. You ready for this? No. It's, it's a long list. Is it? Yeah. Wow. It's a long list. Movies. Let's go with movies first. Deepak. What? <laughs> Deepak. Deepak Chopra. It's a deep <laughs> list. A Deepak ah, Chopra list. see what you did there. I watched Mystery Team. Yeah? Yeah. Donald the, Glover? The Donald Glover joint. It was good. Yeah. I laughed a lot. It's funny. It's good stuff. Um, there's a, That is an extremely quotable movie. If you watched it more than once. Yes. Um, I'm sure if somebody spotted something, like, that sounds familiar. I bet I know that. But if I watched it two or three times, I'd be spouting all kinds of lines. That's so good. Uh, watch Lego Movie 2. Yeah. Lego Movie 2, the second part, I believe, yes. is the full title. Yeah. Um, it was good. It was... Uh, you say it was more of the same? Because that's what I had heard from reviews. More of the same, but like not in a bad way. It wasn't like, oh, I wish I didn't see that because I already saw the first one. No, no, one. I don't think the people meant it in a bad way. They just meant like it was more of the same. They they, they told a different story in a similar way. Um, they figured out ways to tie in different things. Same jokes. Um, but like in a way that like you would watch the second season of a show because you liked the first season of a sure. show. Um, so that would kind of be how I would say that. Uh, there wasn't any major gains. Uh, there wasn't a... They tried to make a super catchy song, like Everything is Awesome, but they didn't. Uh, Everything is And then I watched... That, did they have a, a song from the Lonely Island again? Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, they did something at the very... The back end, they did a, a, a in credits uh, Lonely Island song. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a good little, little treat there. Watched Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's on Netflix now, it, isn't that's it? That's where I watched it on. It was on the, on the Netflix. It was a, a solid movie. Um, I wasn't like... I heard people say that they liked this one better than they liked the first one. I could see that. Yeah. It's more memorable. Yeah. It had more standout parts in it. Overall... I've not watched it yet at all, but I, I do want to see it for sure. Overall, like the first one wasn't like, oh my gosh, that's my favorite movie ever. It was like, oh, that was a cool kind of like comedy heist movie. And uh, so the second one was a little bit less of a comedy heist movie. Um, and more of just like a comedy superhero movie when they, like they started off, there was a, a time in middle Marvel cinematic universe where they started to really branch out and every movie kind of had its own tone yeah. to it. And I feel like we're coming back to everything, having the same tone again, slightly like Ant-Man and the Wasp, the Avenger, like, uh, was it Infinity War? Uh, and it is a movie. <laughs> And like Captain Marvel kind of seems like it's going to have the same feel. Um, there were then, early reviews out for that that I'd seen. They said that it was like a really high spoken of it. Oh, good. Which I, I'm excited for because Absolutely. I was kind of coming at the point where I was like, this looks good, but at the same time, I'm not really super hot on it. Yeah. Hearing that good reviews part of it makes me really excited yeah. for it. But then like Ragnarok and Black Panther and the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movies are all kind of start to have that same like kind of weird, psychedelic, kind of in the world, but kind of out of this world vibe all at the same time. So they're starting to feel the same again, and I don't like that. I'm hoping that after the end game, they start to spread out a bit again. I think again. probably will, honestly. Kind of get a little crazy, because it's getting a little too close. Um, and then I also watched Happy Town Murders. Or Happy oh, is Town that, is Murders. That the Happy Melissa Town Murders. McCarthy? Yeah, the, the Muppets. Is that the one where one like comes a bunch or something at some point? There is a point where one of the Muppets does come a bunch. That's, I think I've seen that scene before. Oh, yeah. Like he's having sex with it and like comes the, the one main detective puppet comes everywhere. Yes, he does. 
Nice. It is. Uh, it's a good movie. It was a. It was a uh, one of the better Melissa McCarthy movies I've seen in a while. Um, she's not like she doesn't get sad in the middle of it because she's fat or anything like that, which is kind of a weird like thing for me when she like I'm Does sad because I don't like my body and stuff. Um, I don't know. I feel like she has. I think maybe one movie she's done that before. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like she gets like. Um, she plays like the Adam Sandler card, like I'm gonna be wacky for a bit, and then I'm gonna get real sad in the middle of the movie. I can see that. Yeah, like I don't, I don't need that, and she doesn't really do that that much in the middle of this movie, so that's good. Um, it's a solid movie. Like it made me laugh, um, made me get some giggles in it, and uh, had a decent story. Like for a for a a an adult Muppet comedy about like a murder mystery, it was, I mean, it was pretty good. Cool. I would I would recommend it to anybody who liked that kind of thing. Say a rent. A rent. Like rent. You would rent it, not buy it. Oh yeah, yeah. I actually have uh, the Netflix disc thing right now because I had like a month oh. trial and I was like, I haven't had Netflix discs in a long time. I'll give that a shot. And uh, <laughs> so for like thirty days, I've got it. Um, I also uh, started watching another movie, but I'll talk about that later. Um, on the TV side. I started watching Umbrella Academy. Nice. Uh, about three episodes. We haven't into started that. yet. We're going to wait until we get more caught up with Gotham. I'm a wild card. I'm a TV wild card man. I really want to watch it though. Everything I've seen on it, and uh, I'll talk about it a little bit later though. But I'm, I'm I'm definitely excited for it more so than I ever have been. You can talk about it now. I don't want to. Okay. It's not part of this category. We don't have. To. It's not. It's not. We go by categories. <laughs> this is how the show goes, Shad. We don't break format. You're, I just told okay, you. Okay, fine. I'm a I've wild read, card. I told you I'm a wild I card. I read volume one of Umbrella Academy, and I like it. Before? No, I've never read it before. That was part of my I... comics and books. But you made me jump ahead two categories. I read it, and I like it, and I'm excited for the show. But we were watching Gotham. We're balls deep, and I'm, I'm enjoying that show a lot. <laughs> I, uh... Yeah, Umbrella Academy is good. I read the first two. What's the second one? Texas? Is it just know. called Texas? I don't remember. Uh, might just be called Texas uh, is the second one. First one is uh, Apocalypse. Something about Apocalypse? Alpacalypse. Uh, the, Alpaca. the books. Not, Alpaca, my suitcase. Not the TV show. I'm getting there. It's they on here. Tell you. Click Shut on up. that one. That one. Click on that. I did. Ooh, yeah. Apocalypse, Apocalypse Suite and then Dallas. Dallas. And then I just uh, close. That was in. That's in. That's in Texas. It is in Texas. Um, I don't remember as much about Apocalypse Suite, which is why I'm rereading it currently. Um, and then Dallas, I remember very specifically. And then I just bought uh, Hotel Oblivion. Uh, the uh, issues that had come out there on Comicsology for like ninety nine cents a piece. So yeah, um, the, the whole volume one was on there. That's what I just finished oh, yeah. reading. But, uh, but no, I, I like it a lot. I've never. I've always wanted to read it, and I've always seen it at like shops and shit like that. And it's not that I've been yeah. against it by any means. I just never picked it up. It's so good. I read it last weekend when it was at uh, at work and stuff. And it's I'm, an easy it's, read it's too. Good. Yeah, I like it a lot though. The story is really good. Gerard's got a good writing style, and then I've always been a big fan of Gabriel Ba's uh, art style. Yeah, the art's amazing. Yeah, he good. He um, good. He but, good. Uh, yeah, about three episodes in. It's a it's good 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 show. It's good TV. I like it a lot. It hasn't been getting a lot of great ratings and reviews, but that just shows you that people don't know shit. Ratings and reviews. Um, I watched Houdini, which is like a mini series with uh, um, Adrian Brody. Um, 
It's like a, a bio yeah. series that came out maybe like three, four years ago. Um, it was it's actually really good. I'm a big Adrian Brody fan, though. Yeah, I remember um, that being on history. I love that big nose. Yeah, uh, he's a good guy. He's, he's good people. Uh, but it was a good, solid uh, Houdini kind of biopic thing. Uh, it was nice to... I don't know a lot about Houdini, but it was good <laughs> to see the background. I have to tell you, the first thing after I looked at this and I looked through the cast, uh-huh. for whatever reason, part of me was just like, Oh, I'm really surprised that uh, fucking what's his face isn't a part of the show. And then I immediately gapped what his name was. <laughs> I'm so glad that you shared that with the yeah. audience. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I can't. I don't know why I can't think of his name right now. I watched the first episode of Miracle Workers that Daniel Radcliffe had. Oh uh, yeah, the, the God one. Yeah. Yeah. Is it good? It was good. Cool. I liked it. I've been uh, wanting to check it out. It's a good too. concept. I mean, it's right. It's a. It's, you know, right in my wheelhouse of a, give me a 30-minute sitcom that I don't really have to think about. Uh, might make me laugh a little bit. Might just be noise in the background. Uh, shoot him up? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what he was in. Clive Owen? No. Paul Giamatti. You wanted him to be in Whenever I, 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 I looked at the, the list on here of people, I was just like, hey, I'm really surprised that Paul Giamatti's not in this. Because he was in The Prestige? No. It was kind no, of a... No, just... Just in general, it seems like a thing he would be in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I I'm halfway through the first season of American Gods. Cool, enjoying that. It's been pretty good. Uh, it's uh, so you you're reading the book, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm probably ruining all of your fucking Listening book media. Uh, but uh, I I have not listened to it much more since the last time, so we're, the, we're good on that. The TV show takes it so much further than the book. And it gives you a whole other layer. You know, it's like, if you have to choose between, like, going comic, novel, or TV show, and you can't do all of them, or you don't want to do all of them, throw the comic book out, because it's pretty much a word-for-word adaptation. Uh, this TV show adds just another, another layer, layer to it. It's super cool. cool. Um, I'm, I'm excited Is to Neil, continue. like, a part of it at all? Any uh, he, apart from just, like, maybe he producing? He show-ran uh, season two. He's showrunner for cool. And show-ran Good Omens, and then has since said, I'm done show running. <laughs> he is retired from show running uh, after that. Uh, but he is uh, producing and trying to push out a reboot of Jim Henson's Storyteller. Through his butt? Uh, he's trying to push out that Storyteller through his butt hmm. uh, as a producer and a writer. No show running on that side. So that'd be cool. I, I really like showrunner. Uh, or not showrunner. I really like... You've got... You are... <laughs> is there an extra finger on that hand? You've got me all over the place. Um, yes, there is an extra hand, finger on that hand for the fringe ad on IMDb page. Okay. Uh, but uh, I really like story, Jim Henson's Storyteller, like the yeah. original series. So the thought of bringing that back. And he said he wants to uh, kind of do more of a half, half the show being about the storyteller himself and then half of it being the stories the he's telling. Story. He's like, I wanna, I wanna focus more on that storyteller because you don't really know about him. Why is he telling you these stories? Yeah. What is he? Why is he doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's exciting. Um, Gotham, I'm caught up on. That's been fun. Cool. Um, Walking Dead, caught up on. That's been good. Although it's, I had the low time, the lowest ratings or viewership it's ever been at. I guess uh-huh. that's what um, I heard. It's good. I bet. I like it. I'm in. Um, uh, finished up Stand Against Evil. I think it's the last season, season mm-hmm. three. Yeah, it's done now. It's done, but uh, good ending. Solid. Cool. 
solid, nice little wrap up of that. And then I tried to get back into Titans last night. Uh, Teen Titan. Because I've got like four episodes and I hear Doom Patrol's going to be pretty cool. So Doom. I want to get caught up with t- uh, Titans before I get into that. Uh, the only, like, Titans is rough to, like, get into. One, it's just not a very palatable experience for me right now, I guess. Okay. And then, two, there's an odd kind of connection to the Dark Knight because the guy who plays uh, Robin, uh, like Dick Grayson, says Rachel the exact same way that Rachel, Rachel. Bell says Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> and he said it like 12 times in the episode last night because Rachel is Raven's real name. Yeah. So he's looking, he's trying to look after Raven at certain points and he says Rachel and it's like, that's Christian Bale's fucking voice talking about Rachel in the dark night. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> and it just, it drives me nuts, but that's my movies and TV. How just are like you? a pirate with a, one of the, with the helm on his penis. It drives me nuts. Oh, I gotcha. I was like, what? Yeah. He's got the wheel on his dick and yeah. it, it drives his nuts. If you have to explain it, it's not funny. It's not. Uh, so two things Gotham Gortham Gortham we're balls deep in season two I think Gorthams are in the dark crystal aren't they in the (laughs) Uh, got ham that's what I say every time because the way that the title cards separate and it says got ham over here yeah so that's uh, that's what I I call it Mm -hmm. affectionately we're balls deep in season two. I think we're halfway through it now. Nice. That's a lot to um, get through. So yeah, it is. It's it's been really good. I'm really really liking the the character development as it's as it's progressing. Watching like uh, Ed's psyche finally like synapse into the one character. Um, you know, him and Penguin starting to kind of meet up and hang out now, and everything. Have is they still had sex going. yet? Not yet. I'm excited for that though. <laughs> I'm gonna watch him waddle over to that dude's penis. Um, uh. Everything that's going on with uh, with Gordon and everything too, and the Gordon. city with uh, what's his name, Galvan, Galvan, Gal- Galvan. Yeah. Uh, the whole Theo Galavan storyline's cool. As the Theo Galavan sounded familiar. Is he? He is a DC villain, right? I don't know. Could be. Like I thought that he's Azrael. Is he Azrael? <sighs> You're saying words that I. I mean, I know that there isn't. No, he's not Azrael. I know that for sure. Okay. But while you're talking, uh, I'll but I like I'm liking the, I, the the way that they're introducing uh, the concept of how like other villains are starting to come about. Like I knew that the Firefly chick was going to be Firefly eventually, <laughs> yeah, and how like the suit melts to her and they push her into the Indian Hill area or whatever. Um, whenever they push her into Indian Hill and they're like, she's fireproof now, and I was just like, oh shit, that's cool. <laughs> Who are we gonna meet? And uh, I told Mandy, I was like, I bet in Indian Hill we'll meet somebody like. Like a Dr. Victor Freeze, or we'll meet like a Hugo Strange or somebody that's like working on these people and making them super villains kind of a thing. I got you. Um, I, I don't really know because I don't know anything about all of this stuff as it goes along. But uh, I, I'm definitely into it. I, I really, really like this character development. And the other one was does uh, watching Twitch count as TV at all? I, I mean, I don't consider it, but the viewers might. So I've been watching a lot of uh, there's there's a couple of different channels that I've been watching, but there's one specific thing that I'm really getting into and liking as an idea uh, for a run that people have been doing, uh-huh. and it's uh, Legend of Zelda randomizers. So they take like anything that's in a chest, like one of the runs that I've been watching is called a Key Sanity Run, 
Okay. Um, so they'll take anything that's in a chest, whether it be keys, uh, the key items that are in the games, like your hookshot boomerang, all that stuff. Um, things that are just even out in the open, like heart pieces and stuff, and it completely fucking randomizes the locations of where everything's at. And these people do speed runs, and they race each other, not knowing what these seeds that they run into are going to be. You know, like they'll have like a random seed that'll just yeah. run and just randomly generate whatever. And these races could take. I've not watched one probably all the way through. You know, watched hours of one, but not watched the whole way through because sometimes it could take like three to five hours to do a whole run of this. But I mean, the, still, regardless, you're beating a game that probably as a child took me weeks to beat, and then they're doing it in a matter of like five hours or less still, yeah. and everything's completely randomized. So they have no fucking clue where it's at. But they like are developing routes and stuff like that for like how to go about getting specific items. Like, okay, I've got the hook shot now. I've got this key, this key, this key. Uh, it's obvious to me I need to try to go to this dungeon next to see if there's something there that it can help me out going further along to try to get to Ganon's castle. And just the kind of like thought process that goes into it. It's like they're playing Legend of Zelda, but they're also fucking matching it with like chess or something like hmm. that. Because it has so much like strategy and shit that's involved with it. And like gambling on like, should I try to go here? Should I try to go here? Because I've got equal amounts of keys for both these places. Which one do I think is actually going to take me to the place that's going to help me do yeah. something? Um, and on top of it, they still have to like beat all of these temples and stuff so that way they can actually get to the Ganon fight. So if you're like one key shy of going inside this place and beating the final dungeon, you still have to go to other places to find that fucking key somewhere yeah. so you can actually finally finish the game and stuff. And just to me, it's just was something that was super interesting and I liked watching it. You're in it. Um, but that's just said, I didn't really know if that counted or not. There's not really any other shows that we've been you watching or anything like that. But uh, Just because I won't doesn't mean you can't. Other than Got Hams. Um, so Theo Gallivan uh-huh. is not in any other DC... Property. He's just in the Gotham show. Okay. Um, But Azrael, I just the way that they're setting it up. I as the character that I know of Azrael with like the religious sect shit that's tied to it. It seems like because I told Manny, I was like, I can see this because the way that he presents himself and he talks about hundreds of years old and the family of the past and stuff like that. I was like, this is either going to be like religious sect, like Azrael shit, or this is going to somehow tie into like Court of Owls. And that doesn't mean that he can't be Azrael in this show. Okay. But in 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 comic form, he's not. Azrael is John Paul Valley. Okay. Um, But that's why I was like, he's not Azrael because I knew it was a a three word name. Uh, was it? But that doesn't mean that he couldn't potentially be. I can't remember how it plays out. So I didn't know if this meant. I didn't know if he was because the, he has like ties to the religious sect somehow with his family or something too. Yeah, it's tied back to him wanting to ruin the Waynes and everything. And I was just like, this is either going to have religious sect tied to it, which is Azrael in that sense, or if he's wanting to ruin the Waynes, just like the fucking Court of Owls. Yeah, it could be that kind of a thing. I don't know if that if there's a court of owls in this show or not uh, you do get a court of owls you do so i don't know if this is tied to that or not but that's what i meant it, it, i won't i won't ruin where and how but i will tell you that you might get a court of owls i like courts and uh owls. yeah what yes, music sir. have you listened to um, buddy not a lot of music uh we got a couple of new releases yeah we do uh, we got gerard way did release another song with ray toro a little little mini my chemical romance again with a cover of happy together it was pretty good uh, we got a, a single with young blood and halsey and travis barker called 11 minutes cool. um i shut it off after about two huh um it just wasn't i, I love halsey straight up like 
one of my favorite artists is I'd say I've never probably listened to anything that she's done. Really? Yep. I love it. Love her. Uh, this is probably... Not that it wasn't good, it just wasn't entertaining. I didn't. Uh. It didn't really bring me through a lot, um, but you know, it's it's it seems more of Young Blood song than Halsey's song, um, and I'm not a big. I don't know enough about Young Blood to say whether I like him or not. But sure. you got some mad Travis Barker beats behind it, which is always cool. Um, Megan Trainer came out with a new album called Love Train, and I can't believe it took her this long to have an album called Love Train. Yeah. Um, so that happened. That's uh, we, the one that has the song that she wrote for her husband on it. I, I don't think, know. Called like "Marry Me." I'm pretty sure. Probably. She married. Who was it? Mandy told me last night. Tim Tebow. No. I don't John think so. Stamos. No, it's somebody we know though. Trainer. I don't know how to spell her name. Megan Trainer. What's her husband's name? What's your what's Ryan her? Pierce? What? <laughs> You said somebody we know. This kid. Uh, Spy Kids. Oh, really? That's who she married. Right on. That kid. Spy Kid kid. That's Darryl. Bruce Wayne. Daryl Sutton. No. <laughs> Fuck no. Look at that butter face. He does have a, he has a <laughs> child face. Yeah, but they got married. Oh, right on. And she, I think she wrote a song on there called Marry Me. She looks way prettier than he and, does. And uh, she looks like a Disney princess. Um... And then we got a remix of Chlorine from the 21 Pilots. <laughs> and uh, the only thing that I noticed on the... Have you listened to this remix? No. There's uh, another remix that I heard today that I need to tell you about, too. So the Chlorine remix seems like it only takes out the weird the interlude in the middle, which is like one of my favorite parts of the song. That part? Yeah. What's he say on that part? I'm so yeah. That part's not in the song. Everything else sounds the same. Oh, okay. It sounds like they just like they made it a radio edit almost is what it is. Yeah. And instead of remix, they should have just called it a radio edit because it's like a five minute long song. Yeah. And they cut it to like three fourteen or something like that, which is a perfect radio edit. Yeah. Um, so I don't know why they did that. Uh, Grammys are coming up. That's some music stuff. Um, Grammys happened already. I forgot. Never mind. I watched yeah. them. Yeah. Um, there was some good performances. There were some that were okay. Um, you know, <laughs> Grammys. Yeah. It was the Grammys. Uh, this is America one big. This is America, which is awesome. Congrats to Donald Glover, childish Gambano, and uh, he wasn't there to accept. No, uh, he, he was, was too busy. He was busy base jumping off the cliffs of the Serengeti. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was pretty cool to see. Uh, this is America get uh, best song and maybe best album. Or best uh, album? It wasn't on an album. See, uh, maybe best track. Maybe well, I, I mean, song would be a track. Be same. I don't know what it is. Whatever it is, he won best stuff. He uh, he was the best. He did best things. He was the best boy during that, which was pretty cool. Yeah, um, I'm really happy for him. For he that, deserves that shit. And uh, not uh, not something I've listened to, but we got an announcement of a Coheed and Cambria slash <laughs> Mastodon. I hate it when you do that, and you know I do. That's why you keep doing it. I know it. Why do I even tell you? I like it when you do that. I love it. It gets me hard. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so you we can got... say "nuo" a different way. Nuo, no. oh, pretty lady. <laughs> no, we got <laughs> we got uh, no coheed. We got coheed mastodon, and every time I die tour, and every time I die on tour together. Yeah, that's closest a... place is going to be to us is in Kentucky, I believe. What are they calling it? Uh, uh, Unheavenly sky. Because they're doing yeah. Crack the Sky. Crack Mastodon's the sky. doing yeah. Crack the Sky, which is awesome. Yeah. 
And then, like, eh, let's just have a little band called Every Time I Die open up for yeah, us. Yeah. I was like, that. Nah, I really, I really, show. really wish we could go. I don't think I'll go, but I just, I want anybody who doesn't know but likes those bands and needs to it? know, There's, go. On Easter Day, I was going to ask you if you wanted to go to a show with me because I didn't know if you did anything on Easter. But I would be off of work that day, and I, I wouldn't work the next day either. I don't have any uh, any uh, necessary I things. Uh, Allison Chains is playing in Peoria that day. Oh yeah, on Easter Day. Hmm. So I thought that would be fun to go to Pretty if cool you would want to go. Yeah. Uh, you music. But that's my music. Okay, that's what I got going on. Not a not a lot of crazy stuff. I I didn't see a lot of new releases. I didn't listen to a lot of music. Um, I've been listening to uh, other audio podcasts. things. Um, yeah, I've been listening to podcasts. I've been listening to an awesome podcast. Fucking Tesdy's 400 and 400.1 were legit. Absolutely. I loved 400.1 so much. It was good. That was so good. It was I really good. Game. I've got the video of it. Uh, I haven't watched that. I, uh, haven't, I, I just made sure it worked. I downloaded it yeah. and made sure it worked. Cool. Uh, but, uh, now I also listened to, uh, on my way over here, the first episode of the Ron Burgundy podcast. Yeah. And uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. The second one wasn't as good. That, wasn't. One, that one has Deepak Chopra on it. Oh, does it really? Yeah. That's what I probably... Why you said that earlier. Theme. Yeah. <laughs> because I was, it was on my mind. I didn't like it as much as I liked the first one. The it was first funny. One was cool. Made yeah. me laugh a lot. Yeah. It was good Good bits. Uh, what have you been listening to? Music. LCD Sound System. They have a live album that came out called The Electric Lady Sessions. I really, really love those dudes. And yeah. I've listened to them since... Probably 2007. I think that Sound Silver is the name of the album. And whenever it came out, really, really dug it. So uh, this is kind of you know live. So they're playing a lot of their singles, a lot of rarities and stuff like that too. But I've never gotten into them. Like, what's a what's if you if you wanted me to get hooked on them, what's like a song or an album to go to? Sound of Silver is my favorite album of theirs. Um, I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's Sound of Silver is the one I'm thinking of. I'll look it up. I will uh, find that shit. Yes, Sound of Silver is the best album to me. Um, that has a ton of good songs on there. You'll know a few of them. I think American North American Scum's on there. That's their big single off of that. All My Friends is the first song I'd ever heard by them. That's the reason why I wanted to listen to them in the first place. That gotcha. song from front to back is just awesome and amazing. The whole total build up of it just being like really soft piano and just the gradual crescendo, crescendo the full band kicking in. It's super good. Is it... Is it uh, like instrumental? Is it no? It's not. It, okay. It's it's just the lead singers on there too. Uh, Murphy, I think, is his name. James Murphy. Gotcha. Uh, so all my friends is the song you would recommend to like. I really like that song. It's a, it's a good. Start. It's a good good pickup. The whole album from front to back is really good. It's semi like electronica in a way. They're like a dance. It's, like it's described as dance punk American dance punk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, electronica. How'd you know? Uh, and then they had another song, like another big single that was on another album of theirs, uh, on this is happening. That one came out in 2010. Is that dance yourself clean? Yes. That one's really good too. That's their, that's their top played song. On it's Google. like, it's like a fucking almost seven minute song or some shit like that, but it's almost fucking nine. great front to back. It's eight fifty six. Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, but their live album's really good. It's awesome. I, I never got to see them live. They've been around to St. Louis a few times. Gotcha. I just never got a chance to go, but I would love to one day. 
Uh, Gary Clark Jr. released uh, three singles out for his new album that'll be coming out here in the next couple months. I don't know who Gary Clark Jr. is. Uh, he is an African American gentleman okay. who plays a mixture of like rock, pop, and blues in a way. Really, really talented guitarist. Um, one of the songs that came out that was on out of the three singles that I like the most is called Pearl Cadillac. And it's almost like a like a kind of a bluesy it reminds me of like a bluesy like Prince song in a way. Really? It's really good though. But uh we've got one of his albums actually on vinyl, like uh one of the first ones that he released. Um You said that was Pearl Cadillac? Pearl Cadillac. I really like that single though a lot. Um This is the guy who when you heard Come Together on Justice League. Yes, that's that's Gary Clark Jr. It was Gary Clark Jr. Yes. Um but I like his voice a lot in general. He's that he that's him playing the guitar and singing at the same time. Cool. Uh, he's. I can do that too. Yeah, I know you can. You're talented as well. <laughs> uh, I had never really listened to her before, but Billie Eilish. Have you ever heard of um, her? I've heard uh, of Dave Grohl's uh, conversations about it and all of the ruckus that stirred afterwards, but I've not heard Billie Eilish herself. She had a single that came out like a few weeks back called Bury a Friend, and it's very weird dark uh like marilyn manson like nine inch nails-esque kind not of in a billy way. elliott the, the top not kid. not not billy elliott this is billy <laughs> ellish uh that single i i have not listened to any other songs of hers it just came up on like a okay. rotating like list of different things that was just out for me that suggested me to listen to them on spotify yeah. Um, and I was just like, cool, I'll give it a listen. And I thought it was really fucking rad. The music on it's pretty simple, honestly, but just her vocals and everything that's tied to it, it's a very haunting, kind of eerie, scary song. Especially um, the, so is the picture. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, the video is really like kind of Marilyn Manson E2 as well. Oh, okay. It's very twisted and dark. She doesn't like to use uh, proper capitalization in her she song titles. She does not. No. That's why I even wrote in here. Uh, bury a friend in all lowercase because that's how she does it on her thing. Uh, and then the last bit that I had listened to was a new, well, they're not new band. They've been around since 2016, but I didn't know they existed until about two weeks ago. And that is uh, the Black Queen. That is the uh, the lead singer from Dillinger Escape Plan, Greg. Yeah. Uh, what's his last name? It's a weird, like, Italian-y name. Um, it's his new band. Uh, it's very... Uh, Pusciato. Yeah. Pusciato. Uh, anyway, it's very uh, reminiscent of like a uh, Team Sleep or Crosses in a way. Oh, okay. But with his vocals. And I really like his, his clean vocals and stuff that he throws to stuff. And I've always been a huge fan of Dillinger. And getting any more of those vocals on anything is always a plus Definitely. in my, my book. Uh, they had an album come out last year and then one in 2016. Yeah, I saw that. And I think they're now about to go on tour starting in May or March, actually. Um, but I've listened to both albums a couple of different times through now. I really dig it. Like I said, if you like that kind of like a synthy, bass heavy, like yeah. crosses esque type thing, it's that kind of a that kind of a music tied to it for him. That yeah, kind of a feel. So I can't. I, it's I definitely can dig definitely it. definitely Dillin, different than Dillinger yeah. for sure. And he does clean vocals the whole time instead of any kind of screams or whatever. Nice. So. But uh, I can dig yeah, it. Yeah, Black Queen's really cool. I recommend it for sure. Those are good recommendations, Justin. Uh, comic books and books. Um, so I've been trying to finish up the first. Blew my load on Umbrella Academy. Thanks. <laughs> I'm sorry, we went out of format. It's cool. That's I'm just fault. not gonna mention it. Uh, American. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I'd been working on American Gods still about halfway through that first trade of everything. Uh, it's a lot. There's a lot going on, especially since I've already read the book um, and watching the show, but I'm digging it. Fight Club number uh, Fight Club 3 number 1 came out. Um, I have read it. It was a quick read. Um, I can't say that much happened in the first book. Um, makes me... I'm probably not going to... the first, gonna... first bit of, book of Fight, two, Fight Club 2 didn't really have... A yeah. ton of exposition right at the beginning either. Yeah. But it picked up and got pretty crazy later. I'm probably not going to pick up these single issues after this. And I'm yeah. just going to wait until the trade comes out. Yeah. Finish it up because I'm not going to get drug along with $4 issues just to really get the back end of it where it really picks up into it. Like I said, I like 2 too, and I got every issue of that one. But the way I've been reading anymore anyways is like I wait until I've got everything together. So I might as well just pick up the trade towards right. the end. Uh, Fight Club 3 number 1 was good. Uh, Kevin Smith's Hit Girl number one came out. Cool. Um, I have it in my possession, uh, but I have not read it yet. Cool. Um, essentially, from what I understand, though, it is the uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back plotline, but with Hit Girl, <laughs> uh, which is kind of funny. And so, uh, like, like Hit Girl, they're they're making a movie out of based off of Hit Girl, and she's and going, she's to, going to go to Hollywood. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's going to rewrite that story so many times. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're letting him. Uh, I already mentioned that I've, I've got the Hotel Oblivion yeah. uh, Umbrella Academy on the thing. And then, just for shits and giggles, I uh, decided to borrow from my library app the uh, Solo A Star Wars Story Golden Book. Ah, yeah. I've seen those. Because uh, I was there's, like... There's different ones from... Yeah. Uh, like the From Star, Wars, Star Wars, yeah. Star Wars story stuff. I was yeah, like, too. I wonder how these are going to read. It was the only Star Wars one that was available on yeah. my library app. So I was like, I'll check this out. Um, it's not horrible. I could imagine if I had a small child uh, reading it to that small child like, and being like, Han said, vroom, vroom, and stuff like that. And like, that would make not sense. this last Black Friday, but the Friday, Black Friday before that, uh, they had these books on sale for like five dollars. They're supposed to be like twenty five or thirty, and there were uh, stories for like different things in five minutes. So it's like a book that's like pretty thick, yeah. honestly. But it was uh, the first book that that I got was like a volume one. It's Star Wars stories in five minutes. Cool. And um, it goes kind this, of bedtime story. Yeah, this one's literally from like episode one to episode six. Nice. And then they have another volume that's supposed to be for like the other movies and the side stories and yeah. stuff too. That's but cool. it's like it like like the almost like golden book esque drawings and yeah. stuff. But each chapter is like, here's what happens with uh Obi Wan and uh Qui Gon Jinn when they're on the Feder- Trade Federation ship <laughs> and leading them like escaping from the ship and stuff like that. And it's just like the five minutes of that. Yeah. And then like the next five minutes like now we're on Naboo and then here's Gungans here. You know, stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's pretty neat. What uh, is there anything else you've been reading? I finished uh, City of Owls. The oh, volume, volume two that? of that. It was really good. Uh, I finished I, up good because that's, is that the end of the that's Owl? That's the end of the Owls. And there's still more that's past this. I, I got a volume three and four of that Batman stint, like that run of Batman stuff. Uh, because what's there. after that? Uh, the end game or Joker the death one. of the family or yeah. death in the family. Yeah. Um, so there's there's more that's past all of this, I guess. What the events, what happens after all of this stuff? But there's no more. I mean, the culmination of everything with the owls have now since dissipated. They've um, flown away. They've uh, they flew the coop. Uh. <laughs> uh, but that's pretty much all the only other thing, other than uh, Umbrella Academy. Cool. Um, but that's basically it 
for me awesome. on my side of things. Do you have anything else that you need to add? Not a thing. I got some palms for you, but that's Tell me some give me some palms at my dad. Well, I got at the dad at the desk of discussion. I have some pieces of media to discuss with you. Uh, one of which is in my DVD player as we speak. You have a DVD player? I do have a DVD player. Wow. Yeah. I do too. It's right <laughs> um, there. It's my Xbox. <laughs> I have like a real one. I know. In my bedroom. I do. I have a real one, a Blu-ray player in my bedroom. Uh, this one plays Blu-rays, I think. Yeah. Uh, Fancy. Is mid-90s. Uh, it's a movie that was written and directed by Jonah Hill. Cool. That came out tail end of last year, I guess. Um, I got it on the on my Netflix uh, oh, mail in movies. I know what you're talking about. It's kind of a, like a skateboarding kind of yeah. like uh, movie. So I, I would like to watch that since it's already in DVD players. Well, might as well watch it. Might it seems well convenient. Just, yeah, might just turn that shit on. Might as well just hit the hit the play button. Um, so I'm I'm excited to watch it. It seems like it's cool. Uh, unlike the uh, Dear God, it's me, Julia. Uh, this is a, a different kind of period piece. <laughs> uh, and period uh, piece. So it but it seems really authentic in the way that it's set in that time frame and everything. And um so excited to see that. Uh and then Bohemian Rhapsody is my other piece oh. of media I'd like to consume. Uh not the song, but the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just the one song. Just <laughs> gonna play that for six minutes, <laughs> soak it in and bring that back to you. Bring it back again. Uh yeah, I'd like to like to get that one. I want to see that one in theaters, and just didn't get around to it. Yeah. Um, but I'm really glad to see it's out to rent and buy and all that shit now. So cool. I'm looking forward to checking that one out. What do you got? Uh, I still haven't got a chance to start Wargroove, so I'm gonna start that probably Video sometime game? next week. Yeah. Uh, I bought it last week. It was uh, I've got. I bought it on Xbox and it's uh, play anywhere, so I can play it on PC or on Xbox, and it's just tied to my live account. Mm. Um, so I'll probably play it in here, honestly, just because I'll have a little bit more privacy just to play it or whatever. Um, gonna play through some War Groove, check that out. I'm really excited for it because it's kind of like that Advanced Wars game. I talked about it before a little bit, but um, I'm always down for some more Advanced Warsy type games. I know you're down. Uh, we're going to try and finish Gotham Season 2. It shouldn't be too difficult since we're already at the halfway point on that. Mm-hmm. Um, try to finish it up if we can. And then uh, definitely going to try and finish Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, I know that, I think that was one of my pieces of media last week, but it's just been with me being sick and stuff like that and just working and all that stuff, it's been kind of hard to, to fit that in at any point, in any point in time in there. Um... Other than that, movie side of things, me and Mandy actually talked about it because there's so many like Disney movies I haven't actually seen, or you know we we both haven't seen whether it be Marvel properties or um, or just actual Disney movies proper. We talked about actually trying to start to watch some of those since there's so many that are on like Netflix and Hulu. So mm-hmm. like uh, talking like Zootopia, never seen it. Thought it'd be cool to watch. Uh, Ant Man and Wasp. I've never watched Solo still. Um, I know of the characters and stuff like that from Solo, but I don't know anything really. Never seen the movie totally. I gotcha. So uh, probably try and consume a movie or two if we can yeah. at some point in time. But that's what I'm looking forward to. Well, good. Thanks, guy. I love it. I love you. Hey, um, if you, I just want to warn you. Okay. Just want to want to want and and not just you. I mean everyone out there. Yeah. I need you to you know. Keep your carabiners close, because there are those pirates out there that will steal your carabiners. Pirates of the carabiners? 
Yes. I feel New Zealand. This has been an IFNZ production.